0: Yeah. Huh? Uh-huh. Man, fuck out that whole yeah. shit. My niggas don't want me some motherfucking money, man.
1: Uh-huh. Oh yeah, uh Famo uh-huh. how we, how we, how
2: we, yeah, how we that we get them
1: motherfucker brackin' like a trout how crackin' in the trap how ho, you just a little mouse, little ho watch your little mouth, scrap but she gon' pull it out. She's so good, might not even pull it out, talking at the side your mouth. What you ain't no getting out. Tell my bro I won't sit this out. Pussy it boy go hit the count You don't want no yeah, money.
0: sir we are back. Black print. I was about to say radio It's not Blackprint Radio That's on Wednesdays This is Blackprint The podcast Live and in person
2: live. On, on video as well Yeah J5 here You got uh, Josh Pease A.K.A. Uh, protein P See I'm over here Training for uh, this Olympics <laughs> uh, Got my protein shake Can you get close to the greens. mic? I got my greens I'm bad I'm not, You know I got See because I'm looking at myself So I'm like I've got to make sure So let me, let me just redo my intro Josh Pease Protein P um, you know We here Blackprint Come on, man Mark in the building He got Demi Lovato Back there That's, that's the wrong type Of Xolympics That she's part of Yeah She's <laughs> she going in Right now too Shout out to Demi Lovato though. My homegirls are chef Chef Kayla Who will actually be On one of our episodes Soon on one of our Blackprint radio episodes She's a big fan Of uh, Grillo's Pickles Pickles I got, okay. I got some sent to her crib Not too long ago So yeah. shout out to Demi Lovato is, that, is Grillo's
0: the way That we could get her On the show I mean we who Demi Lovato Yeah Maybe I feel like Maybe she would just. Do the, up, I feel yeah. like she would just do the show I mean, off the strength. Knows she want to be
2: hanging with niggas. See, like, <laughs> so yeah, she might do it off the strength. I ain't never ran into her, or bumped into her, but I just feel like she just is receptive to niggas. So <laughs> you know, we'll see.
1: MC,
0: what's good? How you feeling? How you living?
1: Thank you for saving that because I don't know where we were going with that different uh, type of time that we we're going on. Demi, Whoa. Demi doesn't deserve that. Come
2: on, y'all. I mean, he indulges. Uh, yeah,
0: <laughs> and clearly, as you can see now, for patrons. This is kind of cool, right? Because we did the we did the State of the Union last last time. We said we we're mm-hmm. going to be doing more video. We are doing video now. Of course, this is kind of a hood rich setup right now.
2: Hood but rich. it's yeah, it's like a real hood. You see all my art in the background. You see, you know, got- it's funny because me and Josh are just
0: on the other side of each other. So like, I'm on one side, Josh on the other yeah. side. He's on the he's on the cooler side. I'm on like the side where it looks like I'm just yeah, in, <laughs> in, my, the- in my kitchen. <laughs>
2: Pick it up <laughs> But of course Might put some art back there So you know Get you right. I, I Give me a green screen We could put like some Some shit behind me I actually just pitched the idea For work Around this green screen idea So I'm about to get a bunch of them soon So yeah Oh yeah I'll So Stave once we're here, here Easy here.
0: we could put videos We could put videos You know behind, behind ourselves Uh But of course we're on, we're on episode 12 I believe Of Black Print. Josh Pease. Who would have thought we'd make it this far? Content creator.
2: <laughs> Cash creator, actually. <laughs> shout out to uh Mariah. I might have shouted her out last episode. I'm gonna shout her out every episode. Cause I, I said that in one of our episodes, and she was like, Oh, I'm gonna put that in my TikTok bio. And she did. So yeah. shout out to her. There it is.
0: There it is. And uh, I mean, if you guys have been listening to us, obviously we are also on Amazon's new platform, AMP. We were just on there a couple of days ago. Uh, a special time I, And I gotta show love To everyone It was the, the finals was on There was a bunch of shit Happening on a Friday And people tapped in with us At 9pm Eastern On a Friday To listen to mm-hmm. Blackpink Radio I, I gotta I feel the love I, feel, I really feel the love From people for Blackpink Radio But shout out to Nikki Cruz For uh, for being on the show man. Like, she was such a fantastic Guest mm-hmm. On the episode um, we talked about all types of things. You'll be able to hear it at the end of this episode if you're on public, obviously Patreon. You guys have had the audio for a while, but uh, what, what are you going to say,
2: Josh? What are uh, you... this video is amazing because I seen him drinking this this tea and I thought it was some Jack Daniels. I was like, this thing is crazy. I was like, Jack to the neck. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> nah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I would have wild out that crazy arm um, on um, black brand. At least, at least for, for celebratory purposes, I think of Jack to the neck when we're celebrating some new things.
2: Of course, man, We gotta get you some bullet or something. <laughs> jack, <laughs> nah, Elevated man, we you know boss niggas big discounts over here, bro. We got, yeah, man, we gonna get you some um. Hey, we some hibiscus. Nah, we got it. You got it. Nah, the Japanese whiskey, I think it's called Hibiscus, is fire. We got to get you that. We got to get you right. <laughs> you I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you,
0: yeah. you got to drink what you was drinking at Cafe Lou. Man, <laughs> we
1: were drinking. We were drinking Hennessy and fucking um, uh, Don Julio. I don't know if you want that. Cap-
0: Cafe Lou is 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 is. De- I've thought about that conversation since we had it two weeks ago.
2: I wonder if they'll let us do an episode from there. Honestly, like I, 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 call I, I had to unfollow just because like they're, they're aggressive with the like posting the hoes that we have in, in the lineup daily. Like they they post like ten times a day. Well, it's it's to, it, and it's weird because like. When you look at it And you just, just On a cursory glance It's just like It's a different person Every single day Yeah no It's like multiple <laughs> Women every day That's Shout crazy to cafe Lutu. If you guys aren't familiar It's a um, cafe In Orange County um, A cafe <laughs> 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 It's a sports it's a bar It's like a sports bar But they have women That come in Massage you And so forth I don't know uh, Mark's been Mark so. knows Mark is so silent no massages There was no massages there are no massages. Oh, you, gotta gotta get get my, you gotta work that in. Please, you gotta work that into your deal. Yeah, I gotta get my back rubbed What, I, what are we doing then? They, they're not dancing. They just bringing drinks, half naked. We're sipping. We're sipping and enjoying some conversation. Oh, you be talking. Oh, okay. See, th- that sounds like a uh, prostitution. <laughs> <laughs> prostitution. Now, I don't know if I can go, but
0: we gotta tap in with Cafe Lou. But but obviously, on this episode, we got a lot to talk about. The, yeah. we, got, we actually got to Josh. You're gonna get on your shit today.
2: I might, I'm already on my shit if you haven't noticed. The people who are friends and family who, who make it through the first five minutes, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry for what you just experienced. But
0: he's on his shit today. But we're gonna we're gonna get to that. Before we get to that, I w I wanna know something because a lot of people ask, you know, like about the, the music that we pick for Black Blackprint Radio, about the music that we listen to. I just wanna know what everybody's listening to. I th- I feel like that's a good thing as 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 cultural connoisseurs. Yeah. That we could put people on to certain things, like I, I feel like that's that's a good way. So I want to I want to bring this back every so often when we talk about the shit that we listen to. Obviously, Josh, we had a conversation a couple of months ago. We were like, "Yo, we, this is what we listen to." When We're being lo- alone in the car, and Josh said, "I don't listen to nothing but
2: rap." Yeah, I, it's kind of crazy. I mean, I listen to like Crumbin, and like you might catch me in my like just you know mellow alternative side or uh, Thai surf rock bag, but I really only listen exclusively to rap. Like, is that how you I, pronounce it, Crumbin? How Krungbin? do you pronounce that? Krungbin, I oh, believe like it is. Kwangbin or something like that. Nah, it's, Kr- it's Krungbin, mean, yeah. but I could be wrong too. It's funny. I saw a tweet. This dude, Sean Brown, creative director. He was like, um, I forgot what the tweet was. It was something about being annoyed <laughs> by the people how the way people pronounce it. I'm like, nigga, how do you pronounce it? That's yeah. a very <laughs> difficult name.
0: He' not helping, but I, I gotta say, this week's been a pretty bittersweet, but bittersweet week. I mean, I'm still reeling from YSL, so I'm listening to Drip Season Four okay. still. Uh, Trouble passed away RIP to Trouble We're gonna talk about him In a second We're listening to Trouble a lot In the past couple of weeks Um, In the past week really It's been a really bittersweet I mean like I'm still I'm still rocking our future though Like the future is Has not left the deck i tell you what One thing that did leave The motherfucking tape deck right. That Mr. Morale, for sure. Oh, <laughs> Shout out Ralphie the Plug. That shit, that shit ain't in that shit ain't in the tape deck no more. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Kendrick. Hey, I, I,
2: Ralphie the Plug review of Kendrick Lamar's <laughs> album <laughs> go down and it's gotta be in the list. It needs to be like that's up there with just like oh, you know, that should be in Rolling Stone. Like or wherever, <laughs> wherever people go for their their reviews, it should be there. Pitchfork. Hire Rafi the Pug, please. 100%. I know y'all trying to go to a video, a video vertical soon like everyone else. Y'all the last one to make the turn. How did, Hire Rafi the Pug? How did No Jumper beat y'all to this? Man, this that wasn't even bad. No Jumper. That was Boulet Kev. Oh, yeah, it was Boulet Kev. Yeah, shout out to Boulay Kev. He showed up on No Jumper afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. shout out yeah. to Boulay Kev, though. Out in Nevada doing his thing. Um, he might be in LA, but I feel like he's broadcasting. Is he Vegas. still
0: in? Is he still on real? I don't listen to. The I think river. he's
2: broadcasting in Vegas, but he records here. He I records don't know. here. But shout out to him. He's doing God's work. He has a lot of people that people don't interview. Like he did yeah. to Southside recently, and I'm like, why doesn't Southside do, do more, more interviews? interviews. Yeah, yeah, that is weird. So, so. shout, but um, shout out to him. But uh, I've been listening to um, my, my guy. My guy, straight from West LA. That was my phone going off. Sorry, folks. Uh, Big sad. He, got, he just dropped a tape called I don't tap in or tap out <laughs> um, <laughs> He put a billboard On top of his like I hate to call him ops His rival gang <laughs> Ops is just such like an internet word to me though But the, his rival gang He put a billboard on top of their like liquor store Yeah and he's just been going up since then. Like that's
0: the, the see the, that's the thing, Josh. That's dangerous. Hey,
2: that's, don't, that's he, dangerous. he don't tap in or tap out. <laughs> Big sad. <laughs> that's
0: the, what is this? What does this sound like? I never, I never heard him nah, before. He, he's, is,
2: he's from LA, LA rapper, but it doesn't sound like <laughs> typical LA raps. Um, yeah. He samples a lot. Him and like uh, Baby Stone Gorillas, they've been kind of coming with some new LA new gangster sound? rap where it's like sampling and like a lot of like post Drake Forty type beats. Oh but wow. they're hard, But they're hard though. Like and um, he like. He he instantly called me and He got a song called Gay Members. He he sent for R. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, what, what
1: was the word? went viral? Hey, did it go viral?
2: I think it did go viral. Step
1: nah, in the name of blood. Step
2: nah, in the name of blood step nah nah blood. nah nah nah. That's that's some dude oh, from the South. Went. Nah, Big Sad is from... He's a crip. He ain't stepping in no name. of blood. <laughs> 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 But he fucked with some bloods. So it's funny. Gang politics in Los Angeles. He's from Playboy, but he's cool with BPSs because they have... Uh, Swamp stories need to tap in with you because you know. So I've been trying to get him on the show.
0: Swamp stories need to tap in. Swamp, swamp stories, stories, come on, man. We sent you the me. link, man. Come, on. ain't nobody trying to find
2: you, man. I'll have you Everything, anonymous. <laughs> Everything
1: anonymous. Everything anonymous.
2: Be- before the end of the year, I'm gonna make that happen. I, I don't know how, but I'm gonna make this happen. We need to. I'm gonna do it. We need it. But yeah, shout out to Big Sad. <laughs> I've been listening to him. Yesterday, I was listening to Shy Glizzy. Yeah. Um, Young Hafe too. Oh, his um, best album. Man. <laughs> His best album. His best album, bro. Bankroll. Oh my god, I'll be going.
0: One of the, one of my favorite Zaytoven beats. I, I got to have an un, unpopular opinion here. This might get me canceled from the south. I wasn't the hugest fan of, uh, of Zaytoven, man.
2: I really Crazy. wasn't. Zaytoven's a god, bro. A I, couple I, joints. Like obviously
0: Gucci stuff But it was like uh, A lot of it be like Damn man this shit It'd it be like it, it was, The organs Yeah the organs
2: <laughs> the, or- hey, so yeah, the organs
0: or- I'd be like man This is way too melodic bro nah, <laughs> I you it. Get for me yeah.
2: Kodak got a beat on his album That sounded like it should be A Zaytoven beat I remember it is a Zaytoven beat But it sounds like a West Coast beat Remember
0: when When Amigos would get like They would they would have Zaytoven beats But then they have like Bootleg Zaytoven beats Back back in the day And it wasn't Zaytoven I was just like man They really like have re the, the, the nigga that they always work with Like this this is somewhere Where he has his own copycats But I, there's one thing I, I always respected about him Is that There's no one in the game That ever sounded like Zaytoven No one sounded like him To this day In the South Nobody sounds like Zaytoven He's his own sound
2: One of the greatest And
0: Bankroll was definitely One of them where it was like Man it, it matched The Bankroll Fresh interview At the end Street <laughs> Street New whips on the way New cars,
2: new chips, nigga. Like all that whole shit is is class. I, I love uh Ride for You. That's one of my Ride favorite songs hard. on, on yeah. that joint. I like New Crack. I like Five Minutes, like and then the, the origins of Five Minutes too, like that's an old go-go song oh, They he really? kinda like remixed. I I was like, that's one of my favorite songs. He was like, yeah, some go-go shit. I was like, oh, damn. I didn't even realize. He
0: popped up a couple of of weeks ago. Him and Wale took some pictures. Looked like they were doing some work together. Yeah, no, that
2: was actually at a festival. Um, That was at Broccoli City Fest or something. Oh, yeah, Broccoli City Fest, yeah. But he he got a project coming that's fire. He just came out at um, one of a... It might have been D.C. Yeah, was that a D.C. show? Mm -hmm, It was ESTG show. Man, he killed that shit. I'm mad that ESTG's tour isn't coming through L.A., Rightfully so
0: <laughs> Drisky
2: <though>. Drisky, <laughs> Drisky
0: Hey, Hey, EST got to tap in, man. He might have to tap in. Who man, knows?
2: it's Vulture <laughs> Island. If he <it> bought <laughs> <laughs> <of> the show, <laughs> chains are good. Snap. Not his, but just whoever. I'll, it's funny. ESTG is such like a hustler rapper that I could just imagine his show. Everybody got chains in the crowd. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody in the crowd just got chains and money. I feel
0: like, but, but ESTG is on, on, another person that has not left. The tape deck So to speak And it's like He's got two of my Favorite verses of the year Cold gangster verse One of the best. Like that to me Was kind of like That's your epic star You just Like this is like like When he comes on the video Like pulls the hoodie down And all that shit That shit To me was fire And his verse on chickens Oh yeah Where, man. where, where he flipped The same damn time cadence And he said Do your ops die all, All the, the goddamn, goddamn time, time. I said what a flip I'm like no one would Really get that flip But it was such a great flip that he, And he did that with Future Who I can You could tell he gets A lot of his influence From him
2: Yeah no he came Out the gate on that yes. verse He yeah. said you ain't got No sack you <laughs> rapping About your partner's pack Like, <laughs> like this That like I, That's one thing I like About ESCG And like I'm glad That people see The Jeezy comparison Cause yeah. like when you Listen his His bars, his lyrics, it's like, it's so authentic to what he's talking about. Like
0: What I loved also was at his Atlanta show, Jeezy came out, he, he came to the show, okay. and they took a picture together, and I was like, that to me is A-like, it's like, the, yeah. it's the same type of vibe, cause, but one thing that, that kind of takes ESTG, in, and I want to have like a larger ESTG conversation by the end of the year, I want him to put out another project so I can have this conversation, is that like, he is definitely one of the best Rappers
2: Out to me This
0: motherfucker can rap
2: Best rapper (laughs) Most authentic Like he is literally Like what Jeezy was When I first heard Jeezy Young When I was younger I'm like oh shit Like he really Is talking truth Like he really Talking about Really trapping, like, right. not the fake trapper. I got breaks. Come. Like, no, it's like, no, nigga, this is how it goes. And it's just like, damn, you're doing this really well. Like, right. I got to just commend you for that. Like, that's, that's I, the talent. I think
0: the only thing missing, like I said, I think I said this in a couple episodes ago, there's that one project. He's got to have that one yeah. project that's coming out. And I think the visual, I think the one thing with Jeezy was always visual, visual with him. Yep. The visuals was there. I, th- I think I ESC G's videos are cool, but it's like Jeezy had the... He was at the BMF parties, I think zooming off in the Lambo, yeah. all that shit. Like it was, it was, that was the snowman. Obviously, yep. like I feel like that's the one
2: thing that's missing so far. It's the bread And the marketing missing <laughs> yeah. a little bit, and just the um, just he hasn't has hit singles yet. Like right. GZ got You got to remember, GZ has singles. Go Getter, oh, Trapstar, all every that time. shit was singles. Like yeah. even just his shit that was super <laughs> trapped out, like uh, Air Force is felt, Anthematic like yeah. a single. Yeah, and I don't think ESCG has accomplished that just yet. Um, he was. It's early. Um, I hated that one attempt At a single on this one What was that one um, Was it the girl song the girl It was, it, was song, like,
0: it was like man. Check that ass yeah. I like, was like ah, that? that song was not and I skipped that song Every time bro No like, fucking way I I, I can't like but, but the thing The thing about G is that like CMG as a whole Has kind of transformed Into this like not I won't say Like a real label But they have actual Like heavy hitters On that label Like they have people That, that you could Literally put up next to Anybody in, in in any you know Way shape or form It's like bro Like they keep You know I know Yo Gotti loves to Compare himself to Rockefeller And Jay Z and shit I'm like yo He really got a bunch of Street niggas That could really be Doing something They just got the double XL cover And all that shit too Or was it double XXL uh, MC Or was it No that was Billboard It was Billboard They yeah, got the Billboard, Billboard cover
2: And shout out to ESCG He was in the all white Issey Miyake yeah. You know the real <laughs> niggas were Issey Miyake Josh P's ESCG <laughs> I saw we need to Leave the list at but, um,
0: but, but but for him to be next to Yo Gotti, I feel, I feel like Gotti need to like nudge him in a little bit and be like, hey, man, go work with somebody that you normally wouldn't work with. I mean, future is the first step. Future is the first step. But I, I think there, there's more to him. So MC, what are you listening to? You listen to a lot of weird ass shit.
1: My shit's all over the place, yo. And I I will gladly, gladly say that I have many different moods, many different genres, decades that I jump into right now. If I were to look up my top ten, look at my top ten right now. So my top ten. If I look at my list, Gunna is for sure, for sure, dominating my Apple Music replay right now. But that was just in general, yo. I play a lot of Dripper Drown 2 still. I think Dripper Drown 2 is high and one of Gunna's best projects. Uh, Obviously, DS4 was very good. Um, Been playing a whole bunch of the other EPs and things like that. So Gunna really dominates it. Uh, what else? Future. Future, for the most part, dominates it as well. I'm we playing a good amount of Thames. Thames is up there. Weekend has been up there, even though I've kind of... I kind of eased a little bit back into Dawn FM. I kind of went away. I was just like, ah, I don't really want to tap in too much of Dawn FM. But I came back, still kind of hitting the same way. Um, playing a decent amount of Juice, even though Juice has been... Uh, the reports of Juice within the past couple of days have been, following me off, been throwing me off just a little bit. These... Uh, uh, I guess you could say quotes from his girlfriend and anybody else on the label that says, yeah, the label's trying to kill us. That kind of...
2: <laughs> makes me
1: want to step back a bit.
2: This is my thing. Like, who is his girlfriend? Like, why is she important? Like, you... And why my, do you need to kill her? But my thing is, we saw the documentary. Yeah. She, you was his girlfriend throughout. You damn there, you let him die. Yeah. He was there. He was right next to him the whole time, doing yeah. drugs with him, doing all type of weird shit. Why are you important to the story at this point? His label put him, his music out and made him who he is or helped make him who he is. Like, I'd rather hear from them than hear from you. I yeah. don't want to hear from you. I don't want to hear from his girlfriend. I saw that. And I'm like, why is she important? Like, why are we yeah, not at all? Like,
0: and then she said the the funniest part about that shit was she said, don't show anybody this. I'm like, you're on Instagram stories. <laughs> everybody's everybody's going to see
2: this. That's why I'm like, why is she important? Like, we got to stop acknowledging people who are like clearly idiots. Like we just gotta ignore them. Like I promise you if we ignore the idiots of the world, it'll make the world a better place.
0: Or they have they or they have like like, issues. Like, if I feel like there's there's really a lot of issues. I feel like that HBO special, not enough is said about how, like, odd and awkward and bad that was. I didn't bad, watch it that would I'm us. like, why
2: do I want to watch a great artist die in front of us? No one helped him. Like, he just died it, it, in front it's of it's us. It's very eerie. It's very, very eerie. <laughs> yeah. And then we we making money from the documentary. Exactly. <laughs> like, this is crazy. Is like, like, you, like You
0: send it to Bill Simmons. Again, it's like, we had this conversation last time. It's like, why did Bill Simmons get that? And not, like...
2: I mean, nigga, who Tyler Perry don't want that shit. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro, we gotta stop acknowledging the idiots, man. We can't like, in, in situations like that are are idiotic. Yeah, all parties involved. I'm like, what, what do we what do we accomplish with that documentary? I haven't watched it. I, I refuse to watch it.
0: You should have. Yeah. I, I, it's like almost two hours of of just someone deteriorating before your eyes, and then it's like a bunch of people who enabled him. And allowed this to happen and continue for for years. Yeah, I'm good. And, you know, it, it, it was very telling that you didn't have any scenes from, like, with Future in it or Thug. Like, those were kind of, like, his, like, big bros. And they're not in it at all. <laughs> and
2: it's crazy because, like, everyone I know who's met him has been around him. Yeah. They love him. Like, he was just he was such a cool. Like, cool kid who, yeah. like, was a, a fan of, of hip-hop and music and yeah. got into it and, and was among his, like, you know, made peers. peers of people he was a fan of. Right. And you know I would have rather that story mm-hmm. than the story that was told. It was well, just like,
0: well, it it yeah. kind of goes into really like that X documentary too. And I know that another
2: documentary of, I won't watch. I
0: won't watch it. And and I think that I, 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 we are like really signal boosting kind of the wrong. And I know we like we we you know shoot the shit about like all types of problematic, but like this is like for real like issues. Like yeah. this is like for real like. What the fuck are we watching here? And then people acting like it's like it's like this. Oh man, you get you really get to see the human side. It's like no, motherfucker, we saw the human side. It was shitty and yeah. it's still shitty up there. Like there's nothing the that's human gonna. Side. Yeah, like there's nothing that's gonna.
2: I'm gonna see here. that's be not gonna make it. Funny when people like how they pick and choose the human side they want to see. Yeah, nobody want to see the human side of R. Kelly. And I'm just gonna every, every single every fucking time every time. Hey, I'm just saying nobody <laughs> wants to see the human side of of, of Michael Jackson, of Chris Brown, of, of like all these it. problematic but, people. They don't want to see the, uh, the talented problematic but, people. But, we see the human Josh, side of people who aren't even that talented. We
0: saw, but here's the thing, Josh. I knew you was gonna bring up our Ar- <laughs> I, <just, laughs> I knew it. it. I'm mad I brought it up, honestly. I, I'm mad that I even said the human side
2: of yeah,
0: he gave it to me I, 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 I set it up I golf-swinged it <laughs> it hey, I man. golf-swung Don't it hey. Listen, man The thing about R. Kelly is that the, the bad shit actually does outweigh the human shit I will say for like X It does There, there, there might have been that The human side of that was that he connected with so many people Like kids man. Generationally He was a piece of shit
2: But like I mean, he was a piece he of shit He was just as much of a piece of shit as R. Kelly When I read that report, I said, oh, this dude's sick Just the same way I feel he about are, R. Kelly Don't get not trafficking it twisted. women, bro Don't get it twisted, <laughs> people I feel like R. Kelly is very sick, very wrong, but his musical output is amazing.
0: But X is but my thing with oh man, I feel like we get we, contagious. We disrespect
1: contagious.
0: We I think I feel like we disrespect here. Like we go on somebody that, that's on passed X? away. But I but I feel like with that documentary, it was it was irresponsible. <laughs> it was irresponsible. I think that's the word for it. It's irresponsible in the same way that the Juice World one was to show someone who had left really and these problems were fresh it's yeah. like these, were, these this was like what what mc like 4 years ago maybe 5 years ago it wasn't really that Oh, like R. Kelly's was years and years and years michael jackson's allegations were years and years yeah. and years so it was like it kind of it, it, kinda, it I was mean, it's a
2: statute of limitations what though. the world think give him more much more time that's what we saying cuz he died at whatever age he died at come on like honestly i feel like it was too early for these two documentaries i do feel like that i just think <laughs> we don't need to see the documentary around these viral sensations passing yeah. away in it's not very, soundcloud Yeah, yeah. In very just terrible terms shot and killed old drug overdose like we don't we don't need that yeah like there's other stories in hip hop that we need to tell <laughs> like we don't why don't we have the DJ drama and Don Cannon documentary wow. yet <laughs> yeah <laughs> that would be like sad. I'm just the, the money that, that was hard. put into that should have been put into that like that's what I'm saying like that and hard. that's the type of shit I'm trying to bring to the game like yeah. I just want better quality qu- content amongst there's, hip-hop
1: there's always a documentary that i've had the mindset of doing because i don't think anybody will ever do it in our lifetime unless more people speak up about it i want to talk about rns i want to talk about c4 i want to talk about all of the days of group rips and (laughs) kazaa and all the but that that, that gets difficult though because those are like federal things that i don't want niggas busting down my door and taking down my externals that's that's the only thing i was scared of
2: (laughs) the thing about that is that's such a niche documentary it took me Four sentences To get What you were talking about You were like RNS. and s I'm like huh Oh, oh yeah the, group the, group, the Rippers I'm and like, all that. no, like That's so niche Like If, if we well, that, talk that story We need to tell the story Of allhiphop.com Oh wow And Ale Community Yeah and S-O-H-H And how Hey man I brought this up In our group chat The other day I, I'll ask who said this line It was um Rock the boat Rock the boat That's another Oh yeah
0: uh, Another dead bitch In a, ro- or, uh, and a rocker word Yeah called,
2: Yeah that was like a, a, a urban legend amongst yeah. internet hip hop that people swore Styles P said <laughs> yeah. in a freestyle, and like and no one could provide the audio.
0: <laughs> well, the thing about the, the thing about that was like there there was a bunch of. Urban legends So to speak yeah. In hip hop And it started On all hip hop And SOHH And during that Period of time That's why I'm like I'm so mad That not enough people Preserved these freestyles yeah. A lot of these freestyles All these radio interviews They have not been preserved From the Jay-Z Nas Locks, State property Beef And all that shit And one of the things That came out of it If people don't know Was that There was a line That someone said On some message board That said Rock the boat There goes another dead bitch In a rock wear a coat After Aaliyah Had passed away And of course If you don't know Even deeper than that Aaliyah was in a relationship with Dame Dash at the time when she passed away, so a lot of people were like, "Whoa, we gotta hear this this, this fucking freestyle." Kimberly Styles P said this. This goes on for a decade, Yeah, to this day. A
2: decade <laughs> to this day, someone still believes she, he said that.
0: Styles P had to come out and talk. I cannot remember the interview he came out and said it in, but he had to come out and say, "I never said that. I would never disrespect <laughs> Leah like that. Why would I say that?" But of course, th- these types of telephone. It played out and the and I would love to see a documentary on that because it's like how do what's the what's the what is the the impetus of these internet rumors? We just saw another one a couple of weeks ago what was that what was another rumor where like a random account had said something It happens every fucking day But yeah, it's, it's, it's like,
2: like Now it's just trolling They call it trolling now But back then it was just The Drake they just shit
0: like, like Drake's coming out on Friday Oh yeah I was like wait what <laughs> <laughs> I was like wait what Shit crazy <laughs> Wait Like I was like wait what? I, I'm like texting I'm like nobody knows about Drake Dropping on Friday It was like oh he He, he was wearing a scary hour shirt I'm just like So This nigga wears a lot of weird shit like, uh, Does it doesn't mean that he's coming out is.
1: And and in and in, um response to the Styles P thing. I don't know if it was an interview, but as far as people asking Styles P what was going on about that line, it was a little bit after Story of Adidon. He actually tweeted out, When they say you went too far, you did good when it comes to lyrical warfare. Family should be and supposed to be off limits and blah, 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 all that bullshit about pushing Drake. But somebody said, Where's the nigga that uh Talk about Aaliyah <laughs> right after she passed, and he said, "For all who keep saying I made the Aaliyah diss, here you go. Like I said, I've always claimed and never hid from any ignorant shit that I said, and uh, pretty much debunked it in uh, May of 2018." Yeah, that's
0: it was on Twitter. That's crazy, but like <laughs> that's why it took that yeah. long
1: <laughs> exactly, for him to say that. And he
0: never. And the thing is, he could have came out and said I didn't say that years before that. This is something that he, we thought that he said in 2001. And it mm-hmm. took to 2018 for him to say anything about it. It's wild you got this little Nas X video in the background. Bro,
2: we're, we're gonna I've talk been about that. It's like, like, Yeah, <laughs> since we start this show, I've been like little Nas X has just been hanging over your shoulder. Let's just go ahead and talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I've never let's, watched this video before either. This is my first time I've ever seen. This is the one he's on stripper pole and all yeah. that. Yeah, that's my yeah,
1: first yeah, time let, seeing it. Uh, say like that.
0: Let's talk about it because
2: I think I feel like this is the. It's a good transition.
0: Yeah, yeah. let's let's get it off our chest. You know what I'm saying? Uh, a couple of days ago, Lil Nas X came out. Uh, not that way, but he came out and said on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> 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 he came out and said, um, you know, BT something to the effect of like, you know, BT didn't. Do you have the tweet, uh, MC? I, I, he, pretty, he pretty much said fuck BT. Yeah, he pretty he much said yeah He said fuck, said fuck BT. Right. He said that he wasn't nominated for BT awards uh, this year, which makes sense. I feel like it makes sense because it, you know. Was album came out. When does album come out? Like around this time last year?
1: Yeah. So if it's you like, want um, that's, that's about
0: so. But the thing is, the thing about BET Awards is funny is that like we don't really know the actual cutoff date, like we do, like the Grammy's there ain't
1: no like the cutoff date? It's the BET <laughs> Awards. <laughs> I'm like, come
0: award? on. I, he, has he been nominated in the past? Last year? I think Old Town Road got nominated back in 2017, 2018. I don't he performed. He performed last year.
2: I can't believe niggas is, is arguing over BET Awards. I don't I don't believe it. I cannot believe this shit like even even people saying there's
0: not enough women I'm like Come on, man! This is BET Awards. I get like, that,
2: but just why but, are we
0: arguing I, over BET
2: Awards? What, what pedestal
0: are we holding the BET Awards to at this point?
2: I don't know, man.
0: Because
1: uh, yearly, they used to- yearly people go on Twitter and say, "Fuck the BET Awards! I'm not watching." Yada, yeah. yada, yada. None of these have any merit. So the 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 actual performances are boring. The award is boring. It's not like I was in 2003 when Monique hosted and yada, yada, yada. And now it has when it when it fits people's prerogatives and their stances. <laughs> Everybody wants to be included in the BET Awards. Like 2020. Like, Yo, how many times
0: are we gonna do this? Like the pandemic, uh, be twenty, the one in 2020. Is a It's given. It's given VMAs. I was like, it's getting. i <laughs> like, I'm not, like it's
3: the, the same, well, the the thing, same I don't know,
2: shit. I like the BET Awards as a moment. Yeah, I like the performances. I, the award means nothing. It's like the the ASF list. Like, <laughs> no, the, the ASF list no, means ASF list actually means a whole lot. lot. Not to say it don't mean anything, but it's like. <laughs> I come up with it in my own head and yeah, just put it out. Like yeah. it ain't like it's like a, 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 a committee or It will be a committee. Yeah, coming soon, everybody. But um, but yeah, like I don't know. Like what? It, like come on, it's the BET Awards. Like even when he made the diss song, I'm like, bro, go make a diss song about the CMAs. Did they nominate you? Oh you yeah, you make country music. I mean, why you didn't make a diss about the country music awards? He did. But that's what I'm saying. Like no, nah, like I hate how people pick and choose. To pick on black shit Yeah Don't pick on the shit That's like the real establishment Which you need to be Kind of rallying against Rallying against the Oscars Or the Grammys He performed
0: Last year He performed Old Town Road As well Which I think the timing Is is really odd For him to say this When I, I I'm gonna be real Like I don't look at Lil Nas X music As like Like black music Like he, that's he thing. You don't he make rap music. He yeah, make country like, music. Like he don't. He like will. And that's the thing. It's like how do we how do we say what is hip hop and what's not? And, and and this is where we got to kind of define it. Honestly. Everything's hip hop. It is. But it's like it's all within, with within the uh, the parameters of what we are doing. It's like you could say, oh, you can't have writers. That's not hip hop. Hip hop. You know, there's writers all over that yeah. shit. But it's like with Lil Nas X, it's like, what are you positioning your music to? It's not to like hip hop heads.
2: Cause hip hop heads is not listening to Bro, your music. So I'm just like, man, I don't get it, man. Like, what
0: what are they advertising it to? Old Town Road is not for hip hop heads. Let's just be let's be clear. Like Montero, not for hip hop heads. It's like what, it's not even RB. It's,
1: it's, it's pop. It's pop. I wouldn't say it's not black music, but it definitely is pop music. And when he starts talking about, you know, the fact that the BET Awards are not embracing. Anybody from LGBT, and he said, Oh, here's a tweet. This is not over no BT award. So now obviously he's throwing the BT awards. Uh, he just hands it. He says, yeah, uh, yeah. that yeah, yeah. a right, over. I'm he curious. Says, the bigger problem of homophobia in the black community, y'all can sit and pretend about it if you want, but I'm going to risk it all for us. Somebody <coughs> responds with a Tyler, uh, Abby, first and foremost. It says tyler the creator and Frank have been nominated i don't know of love love Tyler to Tyler to death, we can we admit queer men queer more respected when they a they feminine things, or things, or making?" that up. First and foremost, I don't know if you're making anything close to Blonde. I don't know if you're making anything close to Call Me When You Get Lost our or Igor. any form of that our danger, Igor. no, Or Igor,
0: which you, which you want awards for, Igor. And, and here's the thing. This is no disrespect to Tyler Like A lot of hard Tough hip hop niggas Would look at the way Tyler dresses And think that's
2: feminine Man look at the (laughs) poses Tyler be doing Look at Tyler's last IGC post That's what I'm saying Look at him with his middle finger out And his hands on his hip To (laughs) To, to me
0: To me I don't look at I don't look at being gay As just kissing niggas And that's the thing And that's that's why I look at what, What Lil Nas X is like He's like, I'm aggressively gay. I'm kissing niggas. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, I don't really mind that shit. But that to me, that's not that don't make you like gay, nigga. That meant like <laughs> it's
2: kissing niggas. You know, I want I want everybody to notice that we're in the middle of pride. Yeah. He got an album coming. Is, He's is he promoting singles. He got he just posted a snippet of his young boy uh feature track. Oh, yeah, okay. So it's like, all right, this is a rollout. And yeah. Cool, man. Roll us out, man.
0: But why he got to make himself the enemy? I don't. I don't feel like he's the enemy of anyone. But ignorant people that don't really mean much to his bottom line anyway. They're not buying his albums.
2: Or niggas is cold. That's what they do. <laughs> okay. You you don't ah uh, you, you you don't like what I do. Like yeah. Like Lizzo did this last year. Like Lizzo, you were cold, and then you start saying that it was a body shaming thing and yeah. like that. But when you came out, you was big, and you was they loved it, and people loved it. So yeah. what's the difference now? The music isn't as good. I just think
0: that it's unfair to. Posit BT as the as the enemy here, like not to say I'm trying to defend them. I'm, not, I'm sure, not. trying I'm to defend like, them. I'm not, I'm BT, not defending but BT, like, but they're, they're not the they're not the boogeyman here. They had many gay niggas on on the damn stage before BT, bro. Something that you might not even have known was gay. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> they're not. They're not like BT is the one place that I feel like would not probably would not do anything like
2: that. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I feel Like I've seen. Like I'm pretty sure. Maybe I'm mistaken. I feel like I've seen drag queens on BET programming. Probably have. Like, I just, I think, like, that excuse is such a cockerel. They've had
0: Lil Nas X on their stage. Yeah, BET is very (laughs)
2: LGBT Friendly. LGBT friendly.
0: Yeah, Yeah, they are. And and if we're wrong, please let us know if we're wrong. We just, we're, we're speaking as, like, straight men saying this. Like, looking at it, it's like... They they gave you country to kiss a nigga on stage last year. You didn't turn around and say they ain't nominate me, bro. I'm like, bro, they done not give you mad love since you came out.
2: I like, it's <laughs> that. a cop out, and I'm I'm like, man, like, why why bt of all things? Like, it's rally weird. Against, rally against the CMAs. You made <laughs> country heck? music, and rally you weren't Billboard. nominated.
0: Rally against Billboard. They didn't win a single thing this year. I think on Billboard,
2: and, and that's where you should be. Yeah.
1: What What are you gonna say, I- MC? I just think the enemy rollout, uh, that that being just like the general rollout right now for artists right now, of just having the enemy and saying, go at this person to make sure that this single comes out, this album comes out. It ends up being the bigger talking point of what we have to talk about this week on the black print. But it's like, man, everything, everything is literally a rollout now. Does that not just uh, just what's the word that I can look for for this? Does that just not exhaust people?
0: It, everything is to me right now on the internet is like, look at what they did to Saucy Santana, man. <laughs> what what has he done to anyone?
1: They trying they to kill. Started him. Pull up, they started pull up his Beyonce tweets. Yeah, they started
0: up his Beyonce tweets. I'm like, bro, you can't. What did he do? He didn't do anything to deserve that shit. He like, you know what he did? He's popping. He, he's getting love, and then they like, yo, we got to knock him down a peg. It's, he's it's he's crazy, way too hot man, right man. now. Hey,
2: it's, it's crazy. crazy the, way the internet works. <laughs> Shout to Saucy Santana. Oh man, that oh. boot that booty song is kind of it's kind of fire, bro. It, and I like. And I like his
0: music. We got
1: way better records than Lil Nas X right A 100%. now. hundred percent. Oh. And he makes material girl shits on everything on my table. And he makes
0: black team. music. Yes,
2: walk is amazing.
0: He makes black music. I'm sorry to say, like, yo, like, I, I, one thing I didn't like was like that time. You, did you see that video when, when, when Charlemagne was trying to call out the guy who worked at the Breakfast Club? He was just like, man, you, you, be, you be, tapping your feet to the song. I'm like, yeah, nigga, we can li- listen. I don't care if you like. My thing is this. like, I don't care if you're gay, bro. If I'm tapping my feet to your shit. You can do whatever, Ty, bob, Tyler Frank, yeah, I don't it's care. A, it's
2: a box. <laughs> exactly. Like I'm not discriminated against the music. Like I, man, I I can't. I hate that this is even a topic. But it's like, bro, just make better music. Make and and for
0: BT, just make music that niggas like. But why haven't he? Why has he teamed up with Normani? <laughs> why has he teamed up with people yeah. that would get him those nominations? Because they're always getting nominated. It's, and, and I feel like I'm not. I'm not saying that there aren't people in the industry that won't work with him. You know that's that's something that's information I'm not privy to, but I'm pretty sure that there are people that will work young with him. Boy verse.
2: maybe you get nominated next year, bro. Young boy, did he have the face paint on? when He it? Made- <laughs> he might have young boy. This in Utah is going crazy.
0: <laughs> okay, let, let's move on. Speaking of rollouts, uh, Carisha, please, man, the the Carisha podcast, of course, Carisha is young Miami from the the uh, City Girls, uh, and it's it's kind of it, it blew up. Like she had the number really? one podcast on Apple on Apple Podcast oh, this week, shit. which is crazy, just off the Diddy feature. Okay. so she's already positioned really great to have her podcast be successful in the relationship culture space, which I think is a huge deal, especially for a woman. She's such a great personality. I think she's hilarious. She's taking her Instagram personality. Putting into somewhere
2: where it could be useful. I think the show is funny. I haven't so I didn't tap into the show. I thought it was just a show, so it's a podcast. It's it's both.
0: So the show has the the revolt show is the is the is video it like a shorter per- version? I think it's the same. It's the way they do drink champs. Oh okay okay. Cool. <clears throat> so they have the they have the audio version. I'm pretty sure it's on YouTube at this point. I'm not sure. I didn't check before I came over here. But the revolt it aired then the then it aired um, on audio only. She had Diddy sweating, man. Did you see this shit, MC?
1: Yes, uh, I, I end up just loving Miami in general. I think it's so underrated how she held down the City Girls while JT was out and mm-hmm. didn't didn't put anything solo as Young Miami, put everything City Girls and has them in the position that they have right now. I think that's highly underrated. But her just as a character, Instagram, everything that she does for her brand. She also sells clothes, to on, on that website. I think it is Carisha Please as well.
2: Yeah, um, no, she, I'm going to watch Putting sharing. that
1: all into a show, I think, is something genius. that's going to be highly entertaining. <clears throat> it's but genius. I was... I was gritting my teeth watching it through diddy i was just it was it was just jealousy while i was watching
0: i wasn't i wasn't jealous it was it was literally like weird to see the conversation outside of it but it's funny to see rappers becoming content creators and trying to flex their music in different ways we are now in the era of not just like super producer super rapper i'm a rapper producer it's i'm a rapper and a content creator i'm a rapper and i got a tiktok and you guys notice that everything that we're doing is, is kind of funneling into our main topic. But I do have a question for all for both of you and for our listeners. Would you ever do a podcast with your significant other?
2: Uh, yeah, I would. Yeah, yeah, I would. Really? I would mind. I, I
0: would <laughs> depend,
1: well, it, it, it depends on the topic. I don't know if I would do current events, shoot the shit type of thing. Uh, that what, I feel would, like a lot of relationship pods would do. It'd probably some more niche. What are we talking about? I
2: don't, I don't yes yes it could be so many different ways me and my significant other All right, that's a funny way to put it your uh, girlfriend girlfriend whatever you want to put it uh, we have great conversations so yeah. to record it would be cool like we talk about movies and yeah. films and things that we you know meditation and just shit like that that would be cool I wouldn't be mad at that I, I would that? be scared I would be scared
0: which I want yeah maybe that's patreon content Y'all want that <laughs> Because, my wife is angling. She's like, "Yo, y'all need to put me on the show." I'm like, "I'm not. I'm absolutely not doing that shit." And I feel like this, Carisha, please is just is is pressuring. Pressuring me at this point. I'm doing. Do- <laughs> I got a lot of shows. I can't give her one. You know, what I'm like <laughs> like I, I do.
2: I do podcasts every. You can't give her one. Trying, I don't know. I'm trying to get Carisha's mom on our show. I'm looking at some. I'm on the Carisha please website right now. <laughs> a website. Yeah, I'm about to give me
0: yeah, little, a little uh, Hol- Halloween.
2: Uh, Hollywood satin pajama set. I'm about to cop for my sneakers. That is. Yeah. That's
0: crazy. But shout out Carisha and that leads me to you know a, a, another. I guess our, our real topic for this week, this has been a great show. Hold on.
2: Before we leave, Karisha, shout out to her team, management, QC, whoever it is. They have a Buenas noches pajama set. That's <laughs> what she <laughs> said that so, yeah. That's really good. That's that's good. I'm not going to fret. So, great.
0: two days ago, Josh made a tweet. It always starts with you tweeting.
2: Oh, my God. Maybe you
0: should just chill. It always yeah, starts my with
2: you tweeting. Is so low key, too. It's like, I don't even be on shit. So have the, have the Kanye tweets uh, slowed down, Are the Kanye head still on you? You know what? I muted that tweet. They might still be out there. They were on my ass. They're like, "Why are you even doing anything? Who the fuck are you?" I'm like, "All right." It's all white people. The Bail thing, about, from the thing about Kanye
0: is that Kanye fans aren't actually like hip hop fans, and and that's like the scary part. It's it's almost like people who who watch LeBron, like LeBron fans, a lot of the times oh, are not basketball God. fans. Well,
2: I figured it out. Stan culture and like you know the Barbs, yeah. Beehive, and Kanye, like they're not. Man, they're just people who like, who like negativity And rally yeah, yeah, yeah. against things Like they, they do it for the negativity They don't do it for the actual really? art Or like the actual yeah. point They just do it to just rally around some it, shit
0: And it evolved from Remember it used to be trash or classic And now it's just like Just hate Like the classic yeah. part is gone Like it's just, it's just straight hate Or give me this leak that I heard uh, <laughs> On your Instagram story or some shit So you made a tweet And this is this is in reaction to a lot of people being upset Because Pharrell who just dropped a new song with 21 Savage And uh, And Tyler uh, came out with a song, and he put he made a TikTok to it, and you know it's not the, it's it's completely innocuous, completely harmless. It's just him doing the TikTok thing where he's doing the 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 Roxbury. Night of the Roxbury head nod nah, thing which I mean it's, it's actually kind of it fits because that's he an old ass nigga and oh, man, who will remember who, who would remember Night of the Roxbury but an old ass nigga man, like, it worked bro it worked so it might not have been like you know as crazy production value of all the other TikToks but a lot of people like it's such a shame that Pharrell had to do this to, in order for people to listen to a song so Josh goes on Twitter he says even Pharrell is making TikToks there should be no excuses for artists this is Went crazy
2: Yeah I was like It's funny Yesterday even I tweeted this on Two days ago Two days ago And then yesterday It kind of like Popped back up Yeah, people were just like Back into it I'm like bro Like I'm, I've am i moved on It's the weekend I'm enjoying my weekend now That's not how it happens
0: Because one, one, one errant We re- retweet from someone With a following And it's a wrap for you Yeah, That's just how it goes Your quote tweets go great And the thing is No one likes to reply no more Everyone likes to quote tweet dun- Dunk yeah. you now like. It's like You're not gonna dunk me
2: <laughs> I, Cause I like I will First of all, I don't respond to people who aren't of importance. Just like I was speaking about earlier, like the the idiots, I just ignore them. So I don't, but... You can't dunk on me And quote TV I, 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 will, I will dunk right back It'll be a, <laughs> like bro, We gonna be dunking For a couple hours Oh, right,
0: just look at your account My my, my new thing's about to be Let me see what your face Looks like for real Because
2: mo- most of the people That do that Don't actually bro. have a Abby.
0: I'm like Let me see what you look like well, for real. Why
2: the most Nastiest replies Were from people Who had no fucking Abby? Like it was just like a, <laughs> I wonder to I had like a quilt I'm like What the <laughs> fuck you got going on Like I'm gonna just I'll, Like they lucky I'm not in that bag That I used to be in Like I used to be A, <laughs> a terrible teenager And then as I became an adult I tamed out a little bit, but yeah. I still kind of get my shit off. <laughs> I'm so enlightened now, bro. If I got back to like a couple years ago, When I was just wilding, it could get bad. I was really bad. It's bro. like
0: at the end of the day, it's like, what? What are you really showing me here? Like, what? What? What is this? So th- everyone got upset. You, you had some like actual, like real luminaries in the in the space that you know manage artists, and you yeah. manage
2: artists yourself, and yeah, you work in me, the music. So th- I'll tell you the, the <laughs> origin of it. It's I work in music. I manage artists, and you know. Using the platform TikTok Has been like pulling teeth mm-hmm. A lot of artists feel like It's oh you just dance on there And oh it's yeah. not cool And it's not authentic To who I am But mm-hmm. it's like Was Instagram authentic To who you were? Right. Was Myspace authentic To who you were? Was right. Tumblr like no But you saw it as a tool And you mm-hmm. learn to use it Radio <clears throat> edits aren't authentic To what hip hop is right. But we do it And we, we, we do that So right. like I just was like man Like I, I want artists to, to learn how to embrace This, this scary monster Of TikTok yeah. it's like You can make it your own You can do it your way
0: But to, to be fair Like And
2: this is artists And brands cause, and, and, cause, and, you know, and you don't have to But yeah. if you want to Be successful You, That's you how might you do it. want to my, like.
0: my thing My thing with this Is that like What I don't understand Is that like Back in the day You make a song You make a record You, you pitch that record To radio They play it Or not But you work that record Every single record you have, you work that record. And everyone that responded to you seemed to think that artists just make music, give it to the, to, to the, to the product manager and say, all right, I'm out, go work it. That's not what happens. TikTok is just another platform Like radio Where you gotta yeah. work the record And do some shit That sometimes you might not want to do honestly It don't have to
2: be You doing it You, you can figure it out Like yeah. it's so many different ways Like I, I think in the, the Blackprint radio episode I gave out some free game I'm yeah. not gonna do that here <laughs> Figure it out But it's different ways To use the platform And still be authentic It's different ways To use the platform And not even be yourself Like you, right. could, you could be having people Kind of Do it for uh, you Be your megaphone for you In yeah. that situation Or
0: you could You could hire TikTokers to do it
2: Drake yeah, just I did mean, that shit do it all the time I think Drake is the best Cause Drake is, Drake doesn't take himself As serious as All these, these artists. people Yeah like It's like He gonna go in there And do the tootsie slide And fuck yeah. around And have braids And they be short <laughs> And have balls <laughs> And I'm like Is he having fun He's he's having fun But one I feel thing, like artists oh, Sorry I don't want to ahead. cut y'all But go I just ahead. feel like artists Some artists Aren't having fun Yeah Y'all not having fun with this shit And it's like What are y'all doing it for If y'all not trying to be successful And have fun with it
0: and I think that what, what what and to go back to the Drake point, like I had seen on my on my for you page on, on TikTok, one of the basketball influencers that he had in his house, and we were like, he's rigging games. There ain't no fucking way That these <laughs> motherfuckers is losing to Drake. But he's but the guy said that he he Drake flew them out, put them up in a hotel, came to the house, gave them merch, let them play the game, and he made content for them. So not only is he where he's not even work. He don't even have a record to work, but he's staying visible through TikTok, through yeah. other through other platforms. By having fun, Drake likes yeah. to play
2: basketball. He's inviting these TikTokers to this place to play basketball. He's having fun with this shit, and it, like I think artists sometimes take themselves too serious, and it's like yeah.
0: that's cool. Why? Like why, why wouldn't like to, to Pharrell's point? It's like Pharrell could have took a. Uh, one of the, the, the people I, I love watching TikTokers Who, who um, make beats Or recreate beats From samples He could have took One of those people there And they could've, he could have Helped them You know what I'm saying like yeah. that's, that, He could have helped them Make the beat from the, the song I need to
2: have you On the TikTok strategy That's,
0: man. What, that's what I'm saying <laughs> it's, it's like it, It's easy and, and the thing is Is that like Everyone's so Oh I would never That's just It's just so sad That
2: someone As great as him Has to do that It's so cringy It's like, funny nigga. to me That people say I would never It's like bro You work at the deli counter
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> of course you would never bro Like you don't work in music
0: but it's like, what is cringy to you? Like, music videos used to be cringy. You know what I'm saying? Like, there, there was something in the music industry that people always never wanted to do. Never wanted to do this shit. It, yeah. It's like, people thought, people thought having to re- redo their, I used to work in the fucking, uh, in, in, in fucking the, the vi- we used to do vinyls and shit. And UMG, I forgot the fucking name of the, the own oh, my own department. But like, I used to work. <laughs> we worked in, in, in the vinyl shit. And like, people didn't want to um, run their vinyls back. It's, a, it's old music I don't want to do this shit I'm like, But I'm like bro No one's streaming your new music You know what I'm saying Like nobody Like people don't get it It's man, weird
2: I just, It's funny I'm just going back to the front, I'm looking at some of my replies there's Say this, some of the replies there's This is journalist, journalist so I'm not even going to say his name He's not important at all Still trying to get his bars up Has he done a cover story yet? I don't know But anyway <laughs> He says Why are you wrong
1: running over this journalist?
2: <laughs> I, yeah man <laughs> Listen,
1: so What, we what doing he Let, I mean let's reply
0: to him He Fuck said it.
2: wrong TikTok can make songs hits but it's fucking stupid for labels to require veteran artists to make TikToks. The whole point is they make the music, and then someone else does something creative with it. That's that's cool. not First how it of works. All, I to, I'm gonna just go line by line. That's not how it works. He said wrong. TikTok can make song can make song hits. True. Yes, that's true. I, I think that too. I think TikTok makes hit songs. Puffin on Zooties, but they don't make hit. Uh, they don't make artists. They don't yeah. break artists. Yeah. Puffin on Zooties is Damn, the, the but then le- most says, recent example. Yeah, that's a great example. Then he says, "But it's fucking stupid for labels to require veteran artists to make TikToks." Pharrell is a veteran artist making mm-hmm. a song with 21 Savage. Yeah. That's, there's a bigger point <laughs> yeah. to be made in that, con- in that yeah. statement there, but whatever. And then he's like, the whole point is they make music and then someone else does something creative with it. No, that's, not, like, how it that's not how it works. <laughs> if that's the point, then if that's the case, then they just artists just make music, turn the album in and then don't and leave. leave videos. Yeah. They don't do album artwork for right. shoots. They don't like it's like, so much that goes into this. Like, I don't think people understand people who are on the outside looking right. in that it doesn't just stop with the music creation. It's, you have to think about The uh, creative The whole rollout, The creative around the album uh, the, the album trailer right. The press photos Everything the is thought, social. And, the and, social Yeah, everything is thought about methodically And it comes from the artist's vision And TikTok is just another uh, Department of that Exactly And people don't understand that and I, I, I get that you don't understand it Because you're not outside looking in Right You,
0: you do You're not whatever. in the and That's the thing A lot of people aren't in the meetings That you've been in Or you're still in I've been in before I'm in it Even in a different Even in a different you know Platform I'm in tech now We still have the same I still have the same conversations About this thing, The things that we put out yeah. And I think that it, It's like To say that Hey it, For one it's not a requirement <laughs> I don't, not. I'm, I, I'm pretty sure It's not a requirement I'm pretty sure That, that wh- whoever's on the PR Social Product management team They're saying This will be good Because we've seen The numbers Say that this is good And this reaches us To our bigger Our bigger conversation And that's data In hip hop Yeah And It's a, it's a double edged sword on one end I get that data Takes away from the Trust your gut instinct thing And I feel like There are a couple of songs Where we, it might work If you trust your gut if you, if you know your audience It might work I feel like Weekend did that In 2020 When he put his album out On the pandemic And it was the biggest It was the biggest album in the pandemic He trusted yep. his gut And they went with it But then you see What happens to him Next time Where he might have Should have waited No well was,
2: His album leaked And he was just like I gotta put it out it it leaked online It was a thing So I, I kind of get that And also it's like I don't want this to be a data versus gut situation because it's yeah. always hand in hand. And, you know, we work in music. You should right. probably go with your feeling more yeah. than you go with the data. So I don't want this to be that. But data isn't always wrong. Yeah. And it's like and and, and and you should make informed decisions with that data. Yeah. That's just the thing. It's like if we know that that's where if we know TikTok is where the kids are, let's go to TikTok and let's service them in, in a way that uh, engages them. And I, I just think, I don't know, like, it's, it also goes to, like, do you want to be successful? Like, if you want to just put out shit and just yeah. be artful and tasteful, and that's cool. But if you want to have some success in this, then you got to know where to go. And, to, work, and, and, and to, to your point, you said Pharrell is a
0: veteran artist working with 21 Savage and also Tyler Crater. Their median age of fans might be 25 or less. It might be, it might be less than that. I feel like Tyler still got, he still has the kids for sure. He's yeah. going to yep. have the kids for, for a while. These kids are not, may not be listening to the radio. These kids may not be on, tic- on Instagram as much. Let's just be clear. Like Nikki said on, on Black and Radio, Instagram is dead. It is dead as a, as <laughs> in a terms of discovery. Yeah. I discover what's hot through TikTok. Yeah. If I, and, and the thing is, is that I saw that for real TikTok. Before you even tweeted it, I saw it that, that morning. And yeah. I was like, "Oh shit!" Pharrell made a text I, I followed it off of the fact
2: that he had one. It's, move, it's moving around, and honestly, if it's bad or good, or if you think don't it's matter, corny, it's ma- it's proving its point. Yeah, I think Moneybag Yo was the most recent example of something. I just was like, "Oh, he's doing something that you haven't seen from him before." And the it's tour, thing yeah, that, he did a tour, yeah. like he did a, a weekend vlog, yeah. showed his daughter's yeah. birthday party, showed beautiful. him going to doing uh, shows, coming back home. Like it was just dope to see an artist, yeah. a street artist. Use that the medium voiceover. for himself and, and like make it authentic To who he is And I think that's something That artists need to think about And,
0: like. and what's, what's funny is that It's authentic to who he is But he took that template From people who do Travel TikToks mm-hmm. People who do How to cook TikToks And someone on his team said These are really These are really popular The data shows That they always do well Let's do this. Yeah. You could look at anything. that, Like, TikTok is, is not the boogeyman, man. Like, I know at first it was kind of weird. The China shit was weird. I think that's what it is. Yeah, I, think, like, <laughs> I,
2: think, I was like, I think it's a Chinese company. Y'all kind of scared of yeah. it. But it's like, bro, we all, like... They want to work, though. It, yeah, and that's another thing. It's, it, like, Nikki will get into it later with the Blackprint episode. But it's like, it, that's the platform that's embracing the creators and the musicians Absolutely. the most. And, and paying them out. And it's like, you know, I just think if you want some success in this, you should embrace it. Um... Shout out to Anthony Soleil because he was the one that kind of like kind of not even I hate to say back and forth, but he has some good points about why he he wouldn't do it. Yeah, he wouldn't do it or he doesn't encourage his artists to do it. And I think that that's cool. I think it's just the future and we shouldn't shy away from right. it and be scared of it. And I think he, he kind of mentioned like, you know, it's for the sake of the art like that. That excuse is kind of a cop out to me. I think um, I think art should be able to live in different mediums.
0: You can preserve it. You can still preserve your art and take your music's playing in it. Yeah, I just
2: think art should be able to pres- should be able to live in different mediums, yeah. like just the same way you create a music video off of a great album. Right. You should be able to create a TikTok off of a great album, and if you can't, then I don't know. I don't know how strong that art is. It's
0: a more and I, f- I hate to sound like TikTok. You need to. Pay up this week but Yeah I'm it's, chilling it's, For the it's, company right now Damn. So, But one thing That's that, that it's fun, it's funny about it Is that it's, it's Malleable in a way That Instagram was Back in 2012 Where it was like Yo I can put my Pictures on here Then they added video I can put my video on here TikTok you can put Any fucking thing on there
2: I, I just talked to So many artists And I brought this up In the Blackprint Radio episode I talked to so many Artists who are just like So anti TikTok But then they'll get on Instagram And just show outfit pics The whole time and I'm like <laughs> Nigga you could do that On TikTok yeah. And be way more engaged And your fans are, are, are guessing what you're wearing And putting other people on and It's right. just like It's a whole different experience It's a community experience Over there Yeah. So I'm like I, I just see The way artists are scared of it Um, I want them to embrace it
0: What's another Hold on what, What's another What's another comment Someone sent to you
2: Hold on See man Because it was some actually Some positive stuff Like let's, let's get to Something positive Someone was like There's literally no reason To not be utilizing TikTok Oh it's corny Oh no It's the most powerful tool Right now And mm-hmm. to not be using it Is insane
0: and, and don't artists Like to be first On everything Yeah If you want the first If you want the first Rover truck I'm talking 1992 here. But if you want the first <laughs> Bentley truck, <laughs> then you got to get, get it first. You got to go TikTok first. Moneybag yeah. Yo should not be lapping veteran artists. Bro, I mean, <laughs> it should be
2: because it's like, you know, it's it's the new generation. I yeah. think right now in hip-hop, this is kind of a little off topic. We are seeing the change in the guard. We're mm. seeing new stars come in. Yeah. We're seeing old stars phase out. And Moneybag Yo is a new star. So I think him kind of being the first in the street nigga to use that platform like that was very interesting.
0: It's hard to deny it, too.
2: Yeah. Really like, I mean, the records are there. Um, here's another like positive one. I hate the idea of a grown person. TikTok dancing, but artists have always hated promo malls, <laughs> tours, radio, interview, media tours, meet and greets, posting on social media and now TikTok. You ain't got to do a super dance just to do something that you're comfortable with. Yeah. And that was my point right there. Yes, and I'm about to retweet is. this guy. because <laughs> I, I saw this when he tweeted it, but I kind of just was over the topic. But um, shout out to him. Uh, I'm retweeting it right now. Uh, Freddie Lloyd Tweets by Lloyd That's his name that,
0: that That's that's the point right there That's what we're trying To get through to people It's, it's like yo Data In the hands of something That is a emer- emerging platform is, is not bad I feel like there's a lot of There's a lot of old guard In general Within hip hop writing Within Especially in the buildings that, that you're in Josh Like that That just have an old Fucking way of thinking There's it's like Yo there's, We we're, we just got the Instagram We gotta go to another thing now It's just like Yes you gotta go to another thing now Like These pop artists Ain't gonna, ain't gonna wait <laughs> they're gonna go ahead And do that shit You know what I'm saying Like they're, they're not waiting For anything And I feel like hip hop Should follow the course Like It's the number one In terms of streaming Like the number one You know It's the, it's the, it's the number one Musical genre why would, why would you not Be going towards this And, and, trying, to, and trying to grab All those people
1: And even when I view it, all of the records that I see on TikTok, granted, I'm sure there was different ways that these types of things happened in the 80s and the 90s. But looking at the songs that go viral, it's not even just like brand new 2022 records like I don't Mm. even think this Kate Bush record goes top 10 the way that it did 30 plus years after it actually came out. If not for a social media platform that is boosting this record, or Netflix, like it does on TikTok,
0: or Netflix. I mean, that's that's Stranger Things all the way. Like that that record was played. It. it I watched this season Stranger Things. It is played five to ten thousand times an episode. There's, an episode. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like it's an earworm. It becomes it. But the thing is, is that like you, I knew about the song before that, but but it's like yeah. a lot of people didn't. And but again, there's people that will shame you for not knowing this song. You know what I'm saying? I just think I just think the way people consume things in general in life, from music to movies to video games to sports, is just fucked up. Like there's no like there is no there's no fair consumption of anything anymore. There's no way which you can say, I like this thing, but also I like this thing. You can't do that anymore. You know what I'm saying? It has yeah. to be it's very it's very binary. It's it's like you have to like PS5 or you have to like Xbox? You have to like Drake or you have to like Kanye? You you cannot there's no in between to to that. And I feel like that has definitely changed. And I feel like that kind of boils over into TikTok where it's like you cannot agree with this because it's not real. You know what I mean? And and, it, and it's like the the data showing you this shit is very very fucking real and it's not fucking going away. Uh but yeah, th- those are the points that we had for for the tiktok thing josh are you are you are you properly yeah are you,
2: nah, are you properly okay. uh <laughs> i think he's replying to
0: me josh, josh, nah, josh just, is replying i did just i just you know i
2: just did a little promo was listening people know i'm talking about this on the latest episode coming on tuesday so i mean i just i, I don't want to i don't have to reply to anybody i feel like you know like i said before anthony has some great points that he brought up and i'm, I'm glad that we could have that conversation on the timeline yeah um, trevon
0: did too trevon, trevon has some
2: great points yeah. too shout out to him I just think you know there's, it's it's two sides every coin, and you know we can't be scared of TikTok, and we can't we can't be scared of this new medium. And I think that's yeah. what it comes down to a lot. Like people are scared; they don't know how to embrace it. They're, they they see white kids dancing to black music, and they're like, "Oh, well, I would never do that." And it's like, <laughs> "Well, you haven't dug deeper and seen that the black woman cooking, like yeah. Kendrick Lamar." Yeah, let's let's dig into that. So man shout out to tiktok um shout out to all parties involved this was a great conversation i'm glad that we could have this 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 is what i do the podcast for so i'm glad we can come here and you know talk intelligently about something of
0: course of course and as always thank you guys for listening to the black prince uh, we got B Sides coming out for patrons on Thursday. we uh, mm-hmm. were talking about some some shit on there. Uh and of course, right after this, you're gonna get it. It's a lengthy episode too of Blackprint Radio with Nikki Cruz. She's talking we talk about this on there as well. This is the this is data week. Yeah. On the Black no, this print. Is, I <laughs> like
2: this is it's great. I think this is a moment in time we're having yeah. right now with TikTok. And it's like it's slowly starting to turn. Like TikTok before was like everybody was like, what the fuck? Like it's white kids dancing. Like I just seen um Basketball player, I'm forgetting his name, Hood, nigga, street nigga, all the smoke podcast. What's his oh, name? Oh,
0: uh, uh, t- fuck. My name Steven, Steven Jackson? Jackson. Steven, Steven Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. Oh,
2: I can't, I'm mad I forgot his name, but I just seen him, uh, he did it on the wake up. So this nigga was in bed, like, <laughs> wiping coal out his fucking face. Like, I just seen the, the TikTok top creators list or the most paid creators on TikTok, and it's all white people and they're all culture vultures. And he made a great point. Yeah. They are. Like, I, I think, you know, when you look at the dancing craze on TikTok, it's just like it's kind of fucked up how it's not. It's know, not us. It's not us. Yeah. yeah. It's like we are the dancers. What the fuck we been doing this yeah. all our lives? Now you gotta come <laughs> on here and do these little <laughs>
0: pants on shit. Yeah. That's a that's a bigger conversation I think with the with the the unfairness of TikTok creators not being treated equally.
2: But I think you, you change that conversation by participating, right? And flipping it, mm-hmm. and, and, and it starts from the top.
0: To be fair, City Girls did that too. Yeah, to like go it. back to them, they they went, when they did the Turculator, oh, yeah. they got all of the creators mm-hmm. from TikTok to be in that video to be to do yeah. content with them. Like that means something, you know yep. what I'm saying? That meant something to those kids. To, to, to be fair, Drake did it, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? You have to integrate your people in order to get that love so uh thank you guys for listening to the black Print. we uh patrons as as always we'll have an update for patrons this week on patreon but join us five dollars down you get these episodes early as well as extra episodes like b-sides and video and vlogs that we're going to talk about on our patreon this week so uh man so thank you um we're putting we're putting josh to the fire this week about that about that vlog so definitely check that check out the patreon it's coming so uh thank you guys for listening we'll we'll see we'll see you guys in two weeks with the black print and black print radio is coming in two weeks as well so see you guys later peace
4: hey everyone thanks for tuning in let's start with the bop you guys are gonna love this one
0: Okay, callers, is the album worth a listen?
1: It's so good. I bet you would love the intro. Let's play it.
0: Whoa, a win like that calls for some victory music. All right, that was weird. <laughs> that was super weird. But yo, welcome, welcome to Blackprint Radio on AM. Oh, I am I am just J Five here. Yo, me and Josh have been off the on the other end. Like yo, we couldn't hear any
2: audio. I just want to remind you guys this app is still in beta.
0: Yeah, it's it's still it's still in beta. We we still good. But of course, thank you guys for joining us for Blackprint Radio. It is June tenth, twenty twenty two. I am J Five here with Josh Pease What's the what's the acronym? What's what's the what's the pronoun all of that today? I will, don't, let me not say pronoun, but what,
3: what's <laughs> the for today?
2: Um, damn! Oh, I'm Cheeseburger P today. <laughs> I'm gonna let y'all know some man. I did some shit that's crazy. I had two cheeseburgers on the way. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even tell from where, but it's arguably one of the best burgers I've had in Los Angeles. It's in Long Beach.
0: And you talked about it on the last episode of the pod. It's called Crack. Oh, see, I wasn't
2: trying to tell these people. See, he let y'all in. Crack. You already crack. said it. I it's called Crack. It's on a golf course in Long Beach, randomly. And um, yeah, man. That shit was fire. I too. And uh, we, we I,
0: I didn't even notice that we did this with the songs in the beginning. But rest in peace, Lil' Key. Rest in peace, The Trouble. That was just a little tribute from from myself and Josh for you guys on Black Parent Radio. We got a really crazy show today, and and this is this is long overdue. It's very long overdue because you know we get requests sometimes, and I know Josh, you got a request yeah. <laughs> for for nah. this. And let, let's just be for clear this. that we are <laughs> we do not discriminate yeah, whatsoever. No. Or, but as it just means a lot that you guys you know. Especially women care about the show so much that they want to hear women on the show. And we, I want to hear women on the show as well. So, of course, our guest for today's Black Print Radio is the iconic, the amazing Nikki Cruz. What's going on?
4: Hi, guys. I, I'm so honored for that intro, honestly. I love
2: that word. Iconic. Icon- I know you. I know the words to use, you know. I will say this was our most iconic uh, IG flyer for like yeah. just the just photo. That, yeah. that press <laughs> shot you sent over was very iconic. It was professional. Yeah, no. no yeah, that was great. So, yeah, you made us look good. Uh, that wasn't even a press shot, but you know what? It is what it is. We've had so many requests to have women on the show. And whenever we had these requests, you were one of the first people I thought of just because like, I've seen your career from like I feel like the beginning maybe. Yeah. And like it's just crazy to see just the transitions you've made and like they're very much in the world that I live in. Um streetwear, not even streetwear, but just fashion and and hip hop and music. So I'm glad you're here. We're gonna get into your story. Um Jay Fogg wanna I mean wait wait
0: a minute. Look, I I wanna know like Nikki, how'd you find the show? Like was it Josh just (laughs) posting about it?
2: Like my my over promoting. I'm shameless. (laughs) (laughs)
4: <laughs> no it was josh josh and i have been friends for i think like six years now but we kind of like keep in touch with each other and i saw he was doing it and i was like yo what is good with the tacos on the show like you haven't had any girls on here like what is happening
2: did you call it tacos yeah she did <laughs> and, and <laughs> just now in oversex. this
4: <laughs> <laughs> is who i am but you know i'm glad i'm glad to be the second one right
2: like, first. Oh, nah, you're the first. first you're the yeah, first woman first.
0: yeah
4: <laughs>
2: we gotta get you like a little trophy
0: yeah and, and that's another pioneer exactly and that's from like me and josh have been podcasting on and off for like four years which is kind of crazy at this point so like this is actually it, I, I feel terrible that this is the first time well
2: but, I, it's crazy <laughs> i don't know like it's it's not intentional at all yeah. like i don't know It just never... i mean
4: i think it's it's women in the music industry it's kind of a a, s- a rare breed um, exactly. but yeah. uh you know here we are representing
0: and i mean we we got to get into your story i mean you have such a like an illustrious kind of like cache of so many things that you you've worked on and like you work within you know the marketing space media all of that stuff like and as a woman of color like what have been like your challenges you know going down that pipeline
4: <sighs> <Holy laughs> i know we could spend probably a whole hour on that <laughs> I think my Marvel origin story begins in New York uh, when Uh I worked at a PR agency right out of college. Um, I started working in fashion PR and then um, I kind of decided that wasn't for me. So I like moved to L.A. and I started working in entertainment marketing. And I kind of just been like navigating that space ever since. Uh, It's been like 10 years now. But yeah, Um, that's kind of like a long story short, I think. You know, when you work in corporate settings, I've worked at, like, really big brands, and i worked at startups, but, like, the beginning of my career was mostly in, like, corporate America, like, Mm -hmm. very large companies, and I would say being a person of color and, like, you know, microaggressions, like, just cultural things that just feel wrong, it's kind of like you're always walking on eggshells in a way, Mm -hmm. Um, and it's kind of like your job to address that in a way that doesn't offend people but also like educates them so i think for me it's always been kind of a twofold like i'm i am an immigrant i'm from puerto rico born and raised but i've also like been very americanized so i kind of like have this like random like two sides of like how i like sit culturally but overall i think just trying to work from within and like make changes is probably like the only goal that i ever had for a long time Right. Um, it's very difficult being a woman and being a woman of color. I mean, there's just so many things that have gone and happened in my career that I think are just honestly traumatic, but also like small victories. So it's kind of a win-lose situation. But overall, I've had a lot of great experience. <laughs>
0: right. No, I mean, and, and I feel you on that. Like I, I I've known so many women of color within the corporate space. Josh has known so many. My wife. She's in she's in that space right now. She has issues with that. It's like a lot of things are kind of weaponized against you guys. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's very tough to kind of get that foothold because you have you already start off with like a bunch of strikes against you.
4: Yeah. And I think also like being a woman like in a corporate department is also like you're not only competing against the men, but you're competing against the women. And that sucks to say. But sometimes the women in the higher chains are like even tougher um and like they're kind of like don't i mean they want to see other women succeed but like kind of not more than them and right. it's kind of like a weird dance that you kind of have to do to make sure that they feel like their job is safe and that you're not like overdoing too much to make them look bad
0: right no um, it, that, and that, and that's like the the worst part it's like again mixed with the microaggressions there's like a pressure to succeed on a higher level than what they did when they got there. Like, and, and, and it's like, as, for sure. as, as a man, like we don't have, we have no clue how like, you know, any of that feels. Cause it, it, it just hits way differently for you guys.
4: For sure. I mean, it's everything from like the way you wear your hair, like mm. how you dress, and, like how you talk and, you know, you can't be too nice to men, but you also have to be nice. So it's like, you're kind of like in the middle of something always. And you have to be like extra hyper aware. Um, but I think, you know, A lot of women now are very mindful of, like, how they talk to other women or just other people of color and, like, are trying to, like, pave a way and, like, teach people more. Like, when I was younger and, like, an assistant and, like, learning how to do things, like, nobody took time out of their day to, like, explain anything to me. I kind of just had to learn. Right. And I think now I'm seeing more people trying to mentor and, like, help people and, like, hold hands and, like, try to, like, pave a way for people because it's really rare to see somebody of color in a C-suite. like if you do find somebody like definitely hold on to them and like try to make a connection because it's it's very rare to have access to something like that
0: like women have to teach more more people than than anyone thinks you know what i mean like like it's kind of it's kind of insane right so it's like you know have you noticed especially like since like 2020 like there's just been a just a change of, of how people of color kind of operate in the workplace like and i i can't speak on this like can you speak to just like you know, from you've worked with artists, to athletes, and stuff like that. Like, is there has there been a change in the way people have approached women in the in, you know in in the corporate space or the marketing space, or has it been kind of like a very slow evolution?
4: I would like to say yes, um, <laughs> but I think now something that's really interesting too is like a lot of like I mean, I've worked mostly in like marketing departments, marketing departments tend to be like primarily like female dominated, like female just led. Mm-hmm and maybe it's just like my experience but i think like it does get clicky like and sometimes people don't cooperate as much but i think now everyone kind of has in their mind like how can i mentor how can i give back like how can i you know be a part of something that's bigger than me so i think like with the pandemic and everything that happened with george floyd and like the protests and like just really that microscopic lens of like culture and like how people of color show up in entertainment or just corporate wise i think there has been some slight changes and i think some benefits and hopefully people have been helped in all this trauma right um but it's some progress but i wouldn't say it's like enough to feel like it's a safe space right now
2: yeah no that's a great point i think even just working in that space myself i feel like there's definitely been some work done, but there's so yeah. much work to be done, and it, it might have caused some problems. I feel like George Floyd kind of—I uh, mean, it definitely heightened just you know the awareness issues, yeah, the awareness. But I definitely think it kind of like it gave people a reason to to donate and be there, and like that follow through isn't always there, and now it's another problem added yeah. So many more problems that were sure. there. So
4: yeah, and, and, we also have had a lot of people kind of like use. I hate to say this, but, like, white fragility as a reason mm. to, like, not do the work. Like, oh, I'm white. I can't, like, you know, say or do anything. It's, like, that's not really the answer. Um, don't just, like, put your hands up and say, like, I can't do anything. It's, like, let's try to, like, educate you to feel like you can actually be confident in this space. But I've experienced a lot of people kind of, like, putting their hands up and be, like, oh, I'm white. I can't do anything. Yeah. And that's <laughs> really not the answer. <laughs> but... Uh, you
0: know baby steps no no i mean definite baby steps but it's also it also sucks because it's like with that awareness comes a a need to 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 your point like the white fragility it's like just teach us teach me teach me how to <laughs> i'm like i can't teach yeah. you how to fucking act no you know it's funny with
2: the teaching thing i'm, I'm glad you brought that up earlier in your response nikki i um, just educating and like for me i like to educate through the work like the work right. i kind of yeah. do has just a i mean it's always going to be steeped in culture but i always try to have a very black pov and and like not even very black i hate to say very black but just very cultured and aware of just what's going on
3: For and sure i think
2: you know that's the way to kind of how to educate people instead of just being so direct and being like hey this is how you speak <laughs> or, this is how you don't speak because that'd be the issue sometimes like it's like the For shit they sure. say
4: i mean i've been in rooms where like everybody is you know uh Caucasian right and you know they're presenting like very seven figure deals and campaigns and everything and like I remember one time I was in a meeting for like a sneaker commercial and like I had contracted these hip-hop artists to be in it and they presented the creative for the first time and um the agency presented this like jungle setting and then it was in it was inspired by like some german film and the people in that film were like upside down in chains like chanting oh um, my god. god and i was like i i kind of like let them talk and at the end i was like don't you guys think it's wrong to have three black men upside down chanting <laughs> in a jungle and everybody was quiet everyone was like you know we're going to take this to legal, when we'll be right back. And but, I was like, okay.
0: But that's the funny part is that, like, I almost feel bad because they don't. It's like they don't know. They right? don't know. <laughs> yeah,
2: they don't know. They, I and, know.
4: They're trying to be, like, artistic and everything. And I was like, okay, well, at least, like, I'm here because I'm the one who's going to have to tell these hip-hop artists to do that because, like, I don't have a say in the creative campaign, but, like, I have a say in, like, how I communicate for the brand to artists. Right. So I was like, there's no way that I'm going to get a concept approved where I'm hanging a black man upside down in a chain chanting. Like, come on.
0: Or oh, like, <laughs> like hanging a black man, period. That, that's the thing. It's just like, like so many, so yeah. many agencies and companies are just like really gotten off on having our image. <laughs> and like the art image yeah. is like the number one thing. It's it's chief among all images where it's like you get white kids to love it. You get black kids to love it. It's like, we just look fucking cool, but it's like, we don't look cool hanging upside down chanting shit. Like we're donkey Kong, <laughs> no. bro. like, that's just not going to happen. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. I mean, what I have seen more recently, it's a lot of like creatives and artists of color, like and just talent that I've worked with, like kind of like demanding as part of their contracts that we work with like black production agencies and like black photographers and like yep. literally black production crews. Um, And I love to see that, like if you put that in your contract, like you ensure that like, you know, the right people are getting the jobs and like really in these environments to thrive and like learn. Um, So I definitely urge any type of artist or creative that's working on something and they have like leverage to like kind of make that an ask, to ask people to use your preferred agencies or creatives or photographers and whatnot, because if you have the leverage, definitely use it.
0: I'm sure that's a real B and D right there that's a real (laughs) bnd uh so um we we mentioned you know the 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 people that you work with you mentioned artists and you know a lot of people say artists are like the new athlete in terms of just branding deals and stuff like that like that's really a part of their package now how has that theory come alive in your marketing work with brands like uh puma and adidas
4: yeah um i mean i think the allure of entertainment marketing, right? Is when you tap into culture to like sell products or like sell trends or create demand for something, right? And I think um there's definitely artists that can do that. And like an artist that could wear something that nobody else would wear and they can sell it like crazy. Like Rihanna, for example, like nobody was wearing Puma when I worked at Puma, right? <laughs> but and rihanna <laughs> um and rihanna literally transformed like the brand like they had to design things to keep up with her style and like eventually like that caught on and then people started actually wearing the product they thought it was cool like there's people that can sell style and there's people that can sell tickets and music and sometimes it's not the same um a like a travis scott can sell anything right. like you know People love J Cole. Do they want to dress like J Cole? Not really. I mean, love him, great artist, but I don't think the kids are out here trying to dress like him. They just respect him as a yeah. music artist. Um, jo- like Josh, Josh wants
0: to. Josh wants to say a, a, he, his face right now when you said he <laughs> wants to dress like J Cole. It's real. I mean, I'm glad she
2: said it because it's like, and then not to pick on him, it's a lot of rappers out there who don't really have style <laughs> yet. Like, they can't sell product, and that's that's cool. They can sell tickets all day, but they can't sell a product. And it's,
4: yeah, it's, I mean, it's not, like, a diss or anything. Like, I think when you're in a position of, like, where I have been, where I have to find an artist to basically sell a sneaker, because technically the sneakers are designed first, and then you kind of put the artist with them second. So, mm-hmm. like, if I'm going to try to sell something out, I'm probably going to pick somebody whose style people want to mimic. So, like, people learn from other people's behaviors, so... People want to dress like Frell. People want to dress like Kanye. Do people want to dress like Big Sean? I don't know. I am not clear on that one, but like this happened half. And you know, half. know what I mean? I'll say I'm to the not... Sean
2: thing, like he was wearing a Tisa hats and Tisa hats caught on. Yeah. And, and even J. Cole, I have a real life J. Cole wore my jersey, my Prince jersey. Oh, yeah, he did. And it caught on. But I will say those are two things that were really good product before. Yeah. So, you know,
0: it, it, it was it was him it. it yeah. It was him running a product. It wasn't him, like, enhancing the product. Yeah, that's a great point. That's a great point.
4: <laughs> yes. Yes. Like, there's people that can sell trends. and There's people that can sell, you know, things. Like, it's just, like, you have to think about it in a way that music is, like, the messenger. But, like, you're really selling, like, a trend or a product, right? So how people consume behaviors is very different. Some people like to literally replicate other people's style and some people like to do their own thing so you kind of have to like put a little bit of a psychological hat and like try to understand like who your consumer is who the right person is to actually get that message or trend out and then you kind of work from there um but that's kind of like how i've approached like artists and marketing just this space like if i'm going to give somebody money for something like i want to make sure that like it's believable
0: right and 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 that's Chief among everything is like the most important part. It's like you know the the athlete to artist uh, comparison is is right there. It's like it has to be authentic more than anything. Like has there any, ever been anything brought to you that's just been like other than the hanging upside down? I'm talking like like in terms of just like <laughs> like branding, like that you just totally been like ah, it doesn't work. And, and how do you usually like tweak that? You know, creatively.
4: Um. I mean. There's been so many, it's hard to find out And <laughs> hey, you, you
0: were real just now with, with all that stuff. I'm pretty sure you, yeah, you found I something.
4: I like the uh, hang upside down one, I'll probably never forget. Because I was just thinking about a Kendall Jenner Pepsi moment. And I am yeah. like, like, that's like the worst thing that you can do as a brand, right? And like, you would not want to be in that room that approved that concept. And then you got flamed on the internet the day after, like for approving that. Oh. Um, so I think like, uh, Realistically, it's just kind of a twofold. You kind of have to tiptoe around creative egos and be like, hey, um, this artist kind, of, artist kind of felt that this was a better creative direction. It feels like more their style. Most creative projects with artists or athletes are mutually approved. So, like, they have to approve a creative concept if they're going to be in it, um, thankfully. Uh, so most people can give you a sense of like, okay, I don't like this. Like, let's go back to the drawing board or I'm okay with this, but let's tweak a couple of things. But like that one instance, it was just like, I don't, I'm not even going to tell anybody about this. Like y'all need to change this right now because I'm not bringing that back to a talent at all. <laughs> um, but, uh, it's kind of a mutually, uh, agreed situation. Most of the time, I think it's pretty rare where like the artists or the athlete doesn't have a say in how they appear in something
0: right and and it's like do you think the hardest part is just really finding the, the right vibe because it's just like obviously you work with like a bunch of different artists and um like you want to make sure that it's like it's within like the type of shit that they actually are into right
4: yeah um i think now and like i think this is probably a, a big reason why people would like to work with me because i kind of like try to have a conversation beforehand and i will say like, Hey, like, do you have any directors you want to work with? Do you have any photographers you want to work with? Do you have any ideas? And then if they do, I can bring those to the brand and be like, Hey, like they have this initial concept in mind or like, you know, they want to go in this direction. Like, do you guys want to create a treatment based on that? Or like, do you want them to try or do we want to bring in their creatives? Um, I think people have gotten to trust me because I, it's really conversational and I, I wouldn't ever feel comfortable kind of forcing somebody into a box, but I've developed a lot of friendships over the years where I can have like conversations with like, okay, like what do I need to do to get this done in a way that you're comfortable and like the brand is comfortable. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's really about communication, honestly, but, uh, very rarely have I been in situations where people are like, I don't want to do this. Like, this is not for me and it's not workable or fixable, but, it does happen. I have seen bad things uh, yeah. get approved, but yeah. uh, luckily uh, nothing I've worked on, but um, <laughs> I have seen other things come out where I'm like, Ooh, who approved that? Um, but yeah, you know, it's just kind of like a case by case situation for sure.
2: Right. Where well, none of makes total sense. Um, it's funny. I, I, I was thinking about that, like intersection of like artists becoming creati- creatives and like, have you seen a lot more of that with just brands you are working with where they're kind of like leaning on the artist for creative instead of like coming to them with like pre-packaged things?
4: Oh, 100 um, percent. I think like when I was at Adidas, like towards the tail end, I had signed Donald Glover onto like his partnership. And Donald is just first and foremost a creative, right? Like that's what he does best. Mm-hmm. Um, And it was basically like they were like, what do you want to do? And he was like, well, this is what I want to do. And they were like, "Okay, here's the money. Go do it." Um, <laughs> so that was great. Yeah, um, I that, but...
2: that was dope. I remember he did the. Um, they air the the pairs to people at Coachella. Yeah, he yeah. air
4: dropped people's sneakers. Um, he built that whole movie theater at Coachella, and he headlined and he uh, streamed Guava Island, Shadow Amazons. I think that was an Amazon movie. It was. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and um, like he really kind of made that his own. I think. That was really a creative partnership. Whereas, like, nobody's really trying to dress like Donald, but they are interested in what Donald has to say as an artist or as a creative in like the entertainment space. Um, so they kind of let him have that, and that was really cool to see. Um, but other people, like more on the hip hop side, like they kind of tend to want to be shown ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, more of the bigger artists. Present their own, but a lot of like the emerging artists, they're not quite sure who they are as artists yet, or like they're still trying to figure out their creative direction, or they don't really know. So a lot of those people like to be shown concepts based on like what the brand feels is a fit. And then you kind of work from there and work together to make it make sense for them. Right.
2: That's interesting. Yeah. I, I would always assume the younger artists would be like, Oh, I want to design my own shoe. <laughs> it's like, slow down, buddy. Well, it's, I it's mean, a for suit. sure. Yeah. It's
4: like, okay, like we're not there yet, but um, let's do the social posts first and see how it goes <laughs> and then go from there. Um, but I had a situation like that for sure. Like I've worked in situations like at the beginning of Jack Carlo's career, um, he always knew like new balance, and I helped them connect together and they did something small and like look at him now yeah. it's like this is on kfc that meal. Came. <laughs> literally, literally. i will not be
0: Took over that. The world. i will not be eating that meal but uh <laughs> wait, this is this is great <laughs> we got to take a really quick a really quick music break so we can so we can uh you know play some music and we'll be right back with nikki cruz we're going to talk more about just the life and times of this iconic person we got on this show right here.
2: TikTok superstar.
0: TikTok superstar. And we're gonna talk all about that. About all that. <laughs> we're gonna talk all about that after the break on Black parent Radio. Be right back. Back on Blackprint Radio, J Five here with Josh Pease. I was Aaliyah, hot like fire. Before that, it was Khaled, Last Call. We're here with the illustrious Nikki Cruz. Nikki, you, you still rocking with us?
4: Yeah, of course, forever.
0: Ah, I love that. So uh, we we played a song before the uh, during the break from Khaled.
4: Sure did. And and
0: yeah. you, and you see what we did there because we got to go into this now. <laughs>
4: I did, I did. Khalid, the legend, the man, the myth.
2: Khalid. It's you know, it's funny. I always see people say Khalid or Khalid and it's like it's Khalid, but it's like does him and DJ Khalid Khaled <laughs> have issues? Like what have they been a song together
4: yet? No. How I hasn't think the world brought them create, together? I think they have creative differences, uh, probably on more on Khalid's side, but um, you know. They they share a name sort of phonetically. <laughs> um, but yeah. I, I, think I feel him. He don't like want to be.
0: He don't want to be on a song with 18
2: other niggas either. So I feel that. I want to see him do like a <laughs> commercial or something together. <laughs> like
4: I would um, love to that see happens that all the time. Well, when we we're on tour, like some people would call him like Khaled, and he would get so annoyed.
3: Um, oh
0: man. It's,
4: it's awkward. <laughs> it's Awkward, but it happens all the time though. <laughs>
0: So what, what what I really want to get into is like you you work with Khalid, of course, and you've worked with, you know, a, a bevy of artists, but you moved from from brand to artists. Like, how was that transition?
4: <laughs> it was. I don't know. I think uh, when I was at Adidas, I want to say maybe that was four or five years ago, probably four. Um. There's only so much you can do when you're in this corporate world that feels like new, right? And you're kind of doing the same, you know, shoe drops. You're doing the same like see things every season. Like there's only so many events and parties and you know collaborations you can do. Where I just kind of felt stuck, um, and I ended up leaving Adidas. And I didn't actually know what I wanted to do. I quit. I booked a month long trip to Japan. Um, and then I was like, I'm just going to figure this out when I come back. Um, so I came back, I had no job technically, and I had kind of worked with Khalid's manager briefly. Um, and he had kind of just called me randomly and was like, Hey, I'm thinking of hiring somebody to do like marketing and creative and partnership for Khalid. Like, what are you doing? And I was like, actually, I just left my job, so I need income. This works out for me. Um, so I kind of just, it was kind of just a timing thing, really. But it's very different being on the artist side. I think because I had that brand experience, I knew exactly what to do, what to look for. So, like, now the brand became my client. Right. And I really am... Pfft, trained to cater to them because I understand their lingo and I understand the timelines and the cadence and like what they need so I can really talk to them in a way that they understand and like appreciate. Um, I think when you're on the artist side you do have a little bit more leverage given that Khalid is a bigger I mean he's a younger artist but he's definitely up there um, in like the pop R&B urban chart world, Um, so he can have more leverage creatively, just financially, like there's just more resources um, than an emerging artist, of course. Um, But I was able to kind of jump right in and understand exactly what needs to be done. Um, on the brand and marketing side and just like really step in and like build that business Um, because now the brands are my client and like I know how to talk to them I know how to get money out of them Um, so (laughs) I know exactly exactly what to say or do Um, like I was negotiating deals for the brands like now I'm negotiating for the artists so I know exactly where those budgets are and I know what to ask for and like where to find it right and not a lot of people have that double fold experience um so i think it really helped him grow his business on the brand side for sure and i do this to a lot of my friends like who are managers i have artists like i give them advice and just little things to know like legally like you know how you negotiate things like royalties percents usage territories like you name it um i've done it and i can speak to it pretty well so if somebody's trying to get one over on me like it's what But, like, I know exactly what you're trying to do. I don't need to talk about this anymore because I know what I need to say here. Um, But I think I liked it up until the point where it, like, became exhausting being on the road. Like, being an artist is really hard and it looks glamorous. But, like, when you're on tour and you're on the road and you're doing things, like, you're kind of kind of in shambles like i went on tour (laughs) and we did so many activations for like the album and there's so many brands involved and like it was a really big undertaking um and it was like right out of my corporate job i was just literally working with target and working with like the label and like working with like all these like giant brands to like put together these marketing rollouts and it was definitely a lot it was very rewarding but i feel like towards the end of that like summer tour that he did i was i didn't even know who i was i barely slept in my own house uh, i lived in a suitcase um, <laughs> yeah. so i was like oh this is what it's like
0: it's depressing I, I remember in like 2017 like i i got a cut kind of got like a crash course and work when the artist coming from from marketing and i will and it was like me and josh work with the artist and i would call josh like yo i can't do this shit he would just be in california like well sorry bud <laughs> i gotta go I'm like this shit is depressing yo
2: yeah, like it's, groundhog day. It's today. not that glamorous.
4: <laughs> not at it's all. Not, it's not a glamorous life. Like, you're on the road, you kind of shower, you shower, you're kind of eating horribly. <laughs> it's not great. Like, it's just not great. I don't envy that. I don't do it anymore, but I tried it. It wasn't for me. Um, so now I just work remotely and I come in and out when I need to, but... Um, I definitely liked it because it helped me just understand the other side of the business. And right. when you're on the talent side, it's just not the same as the brand side. Um, but because I knew what the brand side was like, I could take that experience and like really just reverse it and like apply it to like the clients and like all the brands that I was managing.
0: Right. And and what what's really like what I found most, most interesting is that like branding marketing and then artist management and and stuff like that they use the same language like you said but it's also like it's very um it's almost like customer service you know what i'm saying like you you have to like you have to please you have to please someone right and it's like so it's like those languages actually intersect really well
4: yeah no i mean i think i don't say that i'm really in the music business because like at the end of the day i don't actually touch the music like that's the artists right. I'm really in the people business like I work with people and like I try to understand them and anticipate their needs And I think a skill that I learned really early on in my career was really anticipating people's needs and like trying to figure out how I'm going to get something done because we're all at the end of the day problem solvers and like the more creative you can be to solve a problem the more valuable you are And, like, creativity is not just about art and, like, design and things like that. Like, there's creativity in, like, decision-making and, like, strategically planning something. Like, there's just so many ways that you can apply, you know, creative thinking to what you're doing every day. And, like, I can creatively negotiate a deal to, like, get it to where I want it to be. Or, like, I can creatively, like manage all these external partners like so they can work together to my advantage. Um, there's a lot of ways that you can apply things to like your everyday life, where it's better to have people skills and I guess art skills or creative skills. But um, I think I just kind of try to mend both of those worlds and do the best I can. And so far it's still gone pretty well for me. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, you see it. Uh,
2: That was such a great point because you see it in in music a lot. You see artists like a DJ Khaled is a great people person (laughs) and he's able to get in rooms and be with, you know, Travis Scott or Stevie Wonder and still kind of be a light in the room. So, yeah, definitely having those people skills is something that like is kind of almost more important, but just as important as, you know, the creativity and other stuff. What we're gonna do? Early adapters here, people. I know. (laughs) Stick with us. (laughs) Uh,
0: What we're gonna do is we should go to another break. I'm gonna find
2: another song. Yeah, we're gonna go to a music break. We're gonna bring Nikki back in, and we'll be right back on on Blackpink Radio.
0: Blackpink Radio, Blackman Radio, J Five here with Josh P. You had a little bit of technical difficulties. Technical difficulties man. So it's that very expand. rare, yeah. Amazon,
2: AWS. What's going on, I, man? Get, we, we here with Nick. You here with us?
4: I am here. I really enjoyed that song. I was vibing out.
2: Yeah, that was my pick. That was a Bad Bunny. For <laughs> real, sure. I, I fucked with the album. I, I listened to it. Andre. It's a very good name. I like that name.
0: When when I when that I saw when I saw the song we hear today, I said, "Oh yeah, Josh is in his bag." <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it for y'all. Well, <laughs> bag.
4: well, I mean, y'all know I'm from Puerto Rico. You can't go wrong with that one.
0: Exactly. How, how do you feel about his album? A lot of people saying album of the year, saying this is his best album. What, what do you think?
4: I mean, I think that it's a great body of work. And I think he tries to change every album, how he sounds and just himself. And I think he did a good job of conveying who he is now as a person as opposed to who he was like two years ago with his last album, um, I think he did it great.
0: <laughs> yeah, I. I um, my wife loves Bad Bunny, of course, as all women do. But I, <laughs> I listen to his songs on YouTube with the captions on. This this nigga be saying some wild shit, and that's one thing oh, that's never yeah. changed.
4: <laughs> No, but that's just reggaeton in general. I remember being in fifth grade and singing some crazy shit and thinking about it now when I listen to the song, I was like, wow, why was I singing this in the school bathroom? <laughs> um, that was really inappropriate. Um, but it's just always been kind of a very raunchy genre. But uh, I think he brought it to mainstream. But I mean, shit's been going on for years, <laughs> decades. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm just not getting tapped in. I was like, "What the fuck?" What, like the new song, like like the, the new video he's got. Like oh yeah. That, oh shit, yeah, 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 that shit is crazy. I'm like, bro, they they're not even bleeping on this shit. Supposedly, they don't even know. They <laughs> <saying it." laughs> just letting it run. Yeah. Okay. But uh, before before we took that quick break, uh, Nikki, I, w- I was asking you, um, how have you? How do you think like branding has changed with within artist management in the current generation of music? Because now it's like a lot of times, a lot of people will say like it's not really about the music anymore It's about really The the look and the branding Like what do you think The biggest change has been Like is, Has it been more important To get the branding right Before the music Like does the chicken Come before the egg What do you think
4: I think so Because Now more than ever People are so Connected And Visually Attracted to things And The rate of decay For music now Is so high Like people Will listen to a song For three days And move on mm-hmm. So I think like, you kind of have to create this really visually attractive packages for albums or singles or whatever you're doing so people actually pay attention to you. I think now it's kind of like the face of what you're doing and the music is second, which is kind of unfortunate because before the internet wasn't the internet and people were just putting out good music and it was it is what it is. You package it and that was it. But now you kind of have to come with the whole thing. You have to have the right merch. You have to have the right album cover you have to write the right videos the right tour setup like and if you don't you kind of look a little bit janky compared to the other artists next to you so you kind (laughs) of have to do that to stand out and it's unfortunate but i think it's also challenging people so i think it's kind of like a win-lose situation um but it's some people can make a lot with nothing because they're really creative and some people need all the money to make it look like something oh yeah um so <laughs> I think it's it's kind of like a twofold situation, um, but now people are just so attracted to things visually because we just consume so much all day, and there's just so much attention we can get out. So that's just my point of view.
2: No, that's a great transition to a, a platform that I've been wanting to get into <laughs> since the beginning of this episode. I've been wanting to talk about this since this morning. I had and, a little. And, and
0: you've been arguing about it, yeah. and we probably gonna have to.
2: <laughs> <And, and, laughs> Calling I already an argument. know. I already know.
4: Alright. All right. Let's talk about I, TikTok.
2: Let's just do it. Let's just, just do it. it. No, so I mean my my views on this this platform has changed as of recently. I've used I look at TikTok now as a necessary evil. And I hate to even think of it as that I hate to even think of it as an evil, do. but it is, but I hate to even think of it as like that. It's just a tool that's the next frontier of social media. You know, we when we were growing up it was MySpace and then it was Twitter or Tumblr, and then it was Twitter, and then it's Instagram, and now it's TikTok, and now that I've kind of, yeah. I've kind of come to terms with that fact, it's like, all right, <laughs> like how do I kind of use it for myself, and, and even just people I work with, like how do I help them communicate through this platform as a millennial? So, um, yeah. it's just interesting, man. Like I've seen you've been on it, we've had conversations <laughs> about it. I just want to hear your thoughts. What, what do you, how do you feel about it?
4: I think my love language is sending people TikToks. I think they'll like um i think the algorithm is so good at literally just having you for 30 seconds they know what videos to feed you and it's incredibly addicting um and i do think it's kind of necessarily evil like as far as like the music space to think now everything is just tied to TikTok. when you're launching a single or you're launching an album it's like okay what's the TikTok strategy like what are we doing um and sometimes that takes a bit of a too much of a front page um because then we're kind of ignoring all the other marketing tools that we have. But I think it's just kind of like that new platform that the kids are using and we kind of have to adapt. Um, Not everybody is good at TikTok, but I think you could just try your best. It's really not like such a negative community. Like I don't see as many negative TikToks as I see negative tweets, as I see like negative instagram polls if that makes sense that's a good point because yeah, it like, hasn't
2: been <clears throat> infiltrated by big brands yeah. and all these people who want it no it's like it's you know true. when you see all this negative stuff on the timeline it's very it's placed you see this egg accounts kind of being negative and that's very much like yeah. that's place. It's sock puppets it's a thing and i uh, know it's really a thing and in, in just digital marketing like even some of the people who are real are just yeah. being nasty because it's like that's just a, yeah. the brand i'm that's the thing i'm getting paid for at the moment so um, yeah, I don't know like yeah, I love TikTok it's, it's fresh, it's new. It's I don't know like I was talking to my friend the other day and like I use it as Google. Like I just Google yeah, how to do things. Cuz
0: that's how you figure out that's how you figure out like what what's really hot, what's really moving in like in the digital streets, so to speak. It's yeah. like if I hear a song like Future puffin on zooties I hear that shit every single time on my FYP and it's like this has gotta be the biggest <laughs> song in the world right now. And the shit just went like fucking gold. <laughs> like yeah. it's, it's like it's like you can tell yeah. you can tell what's gonna blow up based on TikTok. And it's like we've never had something this immediate in our in my whole life where we knew it immediately what it was. We used to have to wait till like uh bt would play the video or mtv would play the 8 8 p.m you know eastern or whatever like and i'm dating myself here but whatever but it's like that's how we used to figure it out used to be really slow we used to be really slow to the discovery and i think that's the aspect of tiktok that's amazing is not only are these 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 little kids really fucking talented at this shit they're like little steven spielbergs yeah this is a breeding ground this is
2: what face or myspace was for developers
4: yeah, like I think the cool thing about TikTok is like you don't have to be famous to become viral or have a TikTok moment. Like you're you could just have like a good organic video and go viral and literally have 200,000 followers the next day. I think it's the only platform where you can gain like thousands of followers in like one day. It's yeah. just kind of insane. Yeah. No. Um, but it's also really creative, like the Things that people do on that app are insane. Like, I don't understand half the time how they transition, how they just literally put all these, these things together visually. My mind is always, like, well.
0: Yeah, I'd be like, how did you get from outside? Did you just have the phone waiting when you went outside <laughs> Then you went back in the house? My mom would be like, yo. What, what are pick, you doing? Yeah, like me be like, pick one. Pick one place that you're gonna be at or get the fuck out the house like it's great i got nikki i gotta i gotta um i gotta introduce you to our friend cyrus he has one of the most insane he will send you 26 tiktoks in two seconds oh
4: i do i do this to josh often i'll send him every time i see a TikTok about a tesla i send it to josh
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh what is the tesla blowing up
4: I mean, it's always like the Tesla problems or like the pimped out Teslas. It's either one. It's I like just, the hacks.
2: There's some good. It's, ones. It's, I, I like the Tesla community on TikTok. That's actually something I follow and, and just pay attention to. It teach me new shit about my car. I'm like, oh shit, I can do this. Like, it's great. I just just today, um, I just looked at a TikTok to fix a hole in my wall. Like, I'm. I guess I'm not a real man. I put a hole no. in my wall. <laughs> I didn't. Bro, I put a hole in my wall. I did not fix it. And I went to TikTok and they. I went on Amazon Bought the little caulking shit
0: I think I think that, that's, that is crazy Cause like When you start Going to TikTok To like look for Like really arbitrary Shit like Kidney stones And shit like that Like yeah. how do you Deal with that <laughs> Then Bruh, they have TikToks on that yeah. shit That's deep
4: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah there's a TikTok honestly for everything. Like you could figure it out over there for sure. Like somebody I see the people that are like up like remodeling houses themselves from the ground up, and I'm like, how in the fuck are y'all really gutting this house and putting these floors in? Like so good for y'all. I'll watch you, but I won't do that.
2: <laughs> no, that's my that's right now my favorite favorite platform. Um and I just like it besides the music <laughs> shit. I don't even like all the dancing shit, that's like so that's I'm old not on to the me.
3: algorithm.
2: Yeah, I don't even see it. That's
3: not
0: my algorithm. Yeah. My algorithm <laughs> my, my is wild. It's just dogs, food, like the you know people do like the food they like they judge food on TikTok and say like, oh, yeah. they have like the duet. Oh, yeah, I love that.
4: I that, love that. That's my favorite
0: number one thing <laughs> that I watch on on that and just just really like random kids. It's it's always like really weird kids doing weird shit and and I fuck with that energy because they they're the most creative. Like they're the future, man. Like that's why like. When you see people on on Instagram and Twitter say, oh, TikTok is just for, like, it, it's it's a fad. I'm like, this shit is not a fad. Not man. a fad at all. <laughs> but no, it's,
4: it's, it's... I mean, yeah, everyone's trying to keep up with it. Like, YouTube has their own little, like, fake yeah, TikTok shorts. now. Like, yep. obviously, Reels is, like, a thing. Uh, like, everyone's trying to come for them. I just don't think they are going to succeed, but they're trying.
2: Yeah, no, I think, no, TikTok is very, you know, it's a it's dope because it's like the next generation of Vine, and like just the creativity that you see in it. It's like when Vine, people are doing little special effect things too, and they we're like, "Whoa, how are you doing that in seven seconds?" And now this is kind of like the next yeah. frontier for that. And it's just, I don't know, it's so it's an interesting platform. I love studying it. Uh, my timeline yeah. is all uh, food, just like <laughs> recipes. No, just people cooking and shit. It's all the like the recipes are crazy. It's just one that keeps coming up for. Um, Like a, it's like a butter. What did they call a cowboy butter or some shit? What the fuck is that? It's like this, like garlic butter with shallots and shit, and it looks fire, but it looks like it also stuff my arteries. (laughs) But um, yeah, man. They
4: make it look easy, I'm sure. They make Um, it look super simple. For music, it's just interesting because you know how like you can clock streams from like TikTok, and then they go to like your music and like. I think there's a lot of things that the app i'm sure is developing to cater to music like i have a friend that works at tiktok and i'm always kind of checking in with her to see like what new platforms they have or new features or whatever it may be um because the platform does support music artists more than every other platform like they will give you coins to do things and they will kind of like put media dollars behind you if you're actually a user of the platform um so they I mean, my experience with working with Meta is trash. Um, <laughs> but my experience working with TikTok has been great because um, they really are trying to cater to music artists um, and trying to figure out how to work with them the best way.
2: That's interesting, man. I love it. No, I think, you know, the music industry is so scared of TikTok. And I'm just like, man, you got to embrace <laughs> it, man. Like, because it's, old, <laughs> it's
0: so many old people that work in the music industry that are like... Mm-hmm. Just old ideas. Yeah, and just, like they're barely getting their fucking yeah. head on Instagram. Yeah, uh. barely
4: (laughs) I mean I think Instagram is dead I think Instagram is to get your fit pics off and that's kind of
2: like 100% and I am want to take my fit pics uh, to TikTok I just I I think I was was on the phone with someone earlier and I was saying that like I I haven't seen artists like doing style things on TikTok yet and that could be huge like that's what artists do on Instagram all day they just want to get fits off it's like do that on TikTok and like Kind of it's relation. Really, and people just really engage. Like when you look at the comments and shit like that, kids are calling out like what shirt that is and yeah. where you got it from and sending links. And like that's the way you really yeah. build a community and like, you know, build Don't, engagement. don't give away the game, Josh. Don't give I know. That's game, a that's free game, honestly. Y'all. Yo, God, free game. <laughs> don't, don't, don't
0: give away the game. Uh, speaking of game, we're at the hour mark. Nikki. Thank you so much for being <laughs> on the show. Is there anything that you're working on that we need to be tapped into that we need to follow anything before, before we let you go? We get out of here for the night.
4: Um, I mean, personally, I'm working on my own brand called Third Planet. It's going to be a skincare brand for men and women. Um, music industry is my day job. This is my passion. So um, I'm trying to work on my own things to, you know, grow my own business and uh, try to work less and uh, make more. <laughs>
0: All right, yo, hold on, B and D that, of course, because that's all we do over here. Boss nigga discounts, and when that when that comes out, hey, I'm a good skincare model, so pass that over to no, me. No, it's actually, bro,
2: it's <laughs> actually a fire product. She sent it to me. I used the whole bottle. Like, I need to reup. Did? Actually, yes, yeah, I, I did. That's <laughs> why I told you I'm about to buy another one. I need to reup. Hey,
0: I'm, I'm gonna tap yeah, in. I, 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 hey, what? What's the? do You guys have an Instagram or, or or a social account?
4: Yeah, it's it's just Third Planet let's okay. so just add third planet. Mm-hmm. All
0: right. Make sure you, you tap into third planet. Get your skincare routine. Tight. I like to, I like to, I remember when Kala used to do Snapchat. Th- speaking of people who use emerging uh, yeah. brands, and he would use oh, Snapchat yeah. and he would Snapchat us yeah. in the shower. He,
4: that, Snapchat saved that man's career. Yes, I think, absolutely. In my opinion. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, that saved him so much, but shout out to Snapchat. I hope they're doing okay.
0: Yeah, I, I I do too. We, we got to check in on Snapchat now. That, are you want to talk about a coffin? <laughs> That's Snapchat. But enough enough slandering <laughs> of old tech apps on a tech app. Thank you guys for listening to Black Parent Radio on AMP. We really appreciate you guys for listening. We will have a new episode of the Black Print, including audio from this very interview with Nikki Cruz, coming out next week on uh, everywhere you listen to podcasts. At uh, Josh, any last words?
2: Oh no, man! I'm good. That was a great interview. That's the best. Yeah. Shout out to you. You might have to. Come. Come back for
4: part two. Yeah, because we. I'm here.
2: All right,
0: and and this this next episode. (laughs) What was that?
4: Nah, let me know. Oh, of course, of course. I'll give the kids some some gems if I didn't today.
0: Game one hundred percent, and this I would I would say to tune into this episode of the Black Print because me and Josh talking data.
2: Yeah, this next episode is gonna be great. Yeah, I can't wait. We might have to call you in and just you know drop some data points for us. You got some great stories.
0: We are talking data on the black person. Make sure you tune in. It will be out for patrons on Monday. It'll be out for everyone else on Tuesday. I believe And this audio will be out for patrons tomorrow on our Patreon. Thank you guys for listening on this. On I mean you, Friday seemed to be a good day for you guys. You guys all tapped in us for uh, today for Black Radio. So thanks for doing this. We'll back. We'll be back at our normal our normal time and our normal day in two weeks. So. Uh, See you guys later. I'm going to play you out with Mariah the Scientist, RIP. Peace out, y'all.